What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Rad Rides Podcast. I am your host, as always, Jason Zollers. Today, I have a very special guest. He's a good buddy of mine. His name is Boji Belchek. He has sold cars for years, has owned some cool cars, and is my go-to guy when I want to talk about buying a new car. Uh, he lets me know whether he thinks I'm overpaying, underpaying, or if uh, it's just not a cool car at all. So uh, he has really good taste in cars. Uh, I really had a great time with him today. Uh, my wife made an appearance, so did Boji's wife at some point. And uh, we talked a lot about all kinds of cars, uh, especially the bargains out there, the overpriced cars, some tweener cars, and we talked about some sleepers and even some deep sleeper cars as well. So this will be the first non-feature that we're going to have on the podcast uh, in an effort to make this an all-encompassing automotive culture type of magazine slash podcast. I guess you would call it. Uh, this is going to be our first time, so uh, I'm really excited because this is uh, my originally. Uh, this is my original thought when uh, I had to do this podcast was to uh, bring a little bit of everything to you, not just full features. So, without further ado, please welcome Mr. Boji Belchek. Do we do like a formal introduction or something? No, this is it. This is going to be running. All so right. that's good. Sounds good. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, welcome, welcome to the podcast, man. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, my buddy Boji. Um, Boji, uh, I've known Boji for a very long time now. Uh, yeah. I'm the godfather to his son, so right. we know each other really well. Uh, Boji used to uh, sell used cars for, or not even used cars, new cars over yeah. at Honda. Right. And uh, we thought we'd get together because we we talk a lot of shit about um, used car prices and what's cool, what's not, and uh, I figured. Since it is getting a little ridiculous right now uh, in the in the car market, we would uh, sit down and BS about this, and I don't know, just talk about it and put it all out there. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah. Thanks for having me, man. Mm -hmm. I, I, we were we were talking. Um, I'm the first non-car guy, or well, <laughs> first non non-car description or going over a car. Car feature, yeah. Right, car feature, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but you have owned some cool cars. Yeah, so yeah. you know you know what a cool car is and what a cool yeah, car isn't. Yeah, and we we have similar tastes, so right. that always helps. So yes. uh, but yeah, that's uh, pretty wild. With uh, yeah, Jason made me an offer I couldn't refuse, so that's why I'm, <laughs> why I'm on here. Um, the, the Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so but yeah, give everybody a little backstory, and because uh, you have a great story of uh, how you got here, and yeah, uh, you're, yeah, you're we not... can dive into that too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, I I really didn't get into cars till. I probably moved to the United States. Um, I mean, I watched some Formula One when I when I lived in Europe. Um, originally from Bosnia, uh, lived in Croatia, uh, Germany, and then here. So when I when I was in Germany, so in like the mid to late nineties, mm -hmm. is when I got into uh, a little bit of F one when uh, you know Schumacher was the big guy and winning everything. And even though I wasn't a Ferrari guy, but always rooted for him. Him just being German. So and I moved here and it kind of fell off. So, you know, it wasn't until probably after I got my license that I got back into it. And mm -hmm. first car I got was a, just got my license six months into it. You know, I didn't want to drive my mom's uh, Dodge Caravan anymore. <laughs> so I like begged my parents to buy me a car. So we went out and uh, I went online and I think it was like Auto Trader at the time and um, found a couple cars. 
Uh, first one I went test drove, I ended up backing the guy's car into another car. Oh, no. <laughs> it was a Pontiac Grand Prix, like GT or GXP. Oh, the GXP, yeah. And I wanted it so bad, and I was so embarrassed after I did that. I never called him back or anything, and uh, he never called me. I, you know, it was this tiny little scuff on his bumper, but I felt like such a such an idiot. My buddy Armin was with me, and he cracked up the whole time. He said, I can't believe you did that. But, uh, you know, I wanted to have, like, the fastest car in high school and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And I, I think that GXP would have put me there. But sure. I ended up settling on a 96 uh, Mustang, just the base. Mm. V6, you know, but I thought it was the shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a five-speed. And, uh, I, you know, obviously I got my license on an automatic. So I buy this thing, and my dad's buddy has to drive it back for me. Because you didn't know how to drive a stick. You didn't know how to drive a stick. You know, there's check engine lights on, the, the bumper's like dented, like the thing didn't have an air, um, uh, didn't have a, um, um, you know, uh, air, um, oh my God, I'm losing my, my, air, my... Air conditioning? Not air conditioning, the... Air uh, intake? Air intake. Oh, yeah, wow. I lost, lost my train of thought there. Yeah, the air intake was missing, so that was Jeez. like the first, that was like my first car mod, you know, it's the first thing I ordered. <laughs> So, gotta get the gotta get the the ice on it, bro. Yeah, the yeah. Intake. <laughs> yeah. So that was the first thing I ordered for this thing. But before that, I had to learn how to drive it. So uh, I want to say I'm almost self-taught because my buddy Jeff uh, in high school, so his senior year, he took me out to Keystone Oaks parking lot mm. and probably spent an hour with me teaching me how to drive it. Sure. And after that, it was all all, all me. good. That's all it takes, man. Everybody gets a little scared. Like, yeah, I'm trying to teach her how to drive a stick a couple times, and she takes like five minutes, and she's like, "I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore." Right. I'm like, "Well, if you learn how to drive it, then we don't have to play a uh, car carousel all the time. Whenever we want to get right. stuff out of the garage, you know." And, and really, where you learn, I think, is in those tough situations. Mm -hmm. um, like, you know, you kind of get the concept down, but till somebody's on your ass or you're trying to park, mm -hmm. that's when you really figure right. out. Especially in Pittsburgh with all yeah, the hills. Right. You know, in Texas, it's a little bit different. Well, well so, so so listen to this. So about the third or fourth day, I had this car. You know, I'm, I'm driving it now on my own, and I'm sure, you know, killing the clutch. But I went out one night and came home pretty late. Well, you know, what I thought was pretty late, 12, 1 o'clock or so. Um, still wasn't 21. But uh, I parked this thing on this hill, like around the corner from my house, uh, and backing it up backing it up i end up like letting go of the clutch and being like on this dude's like ass like on, on his truck so i'm worried like i'm wedged between these two cars mm -hmm. like i can't get my car out i ended up like i knew who the owner was so i ended up ringing his uh doorbell and sure he's like, well, like, what's, stuff, like what's going on like yeah. well, you know it's like you know one o'clock in the morning i was like sir i'm so sorry i think i'm gonna hit your car if you could you move it, you know? So he had to move his car for me to get it out of that parking spot. Because I didn't know, you know, the old clutch. And yep. you know, I was just worried. I was so scared. I didn't want to, like, burn it all up. Yeah, that. But, I, you know, I didn't want to damage his car. My car was a POS, so I didn't care. But <laughs> I, I felt more bad. You know, he had a nice, like, Chevy pickup truck. So, but, yeah, he came out and was nice enough to move it and everything like that. But, yeah, and that I kind of learned from that, you yeah. know. So uh, the, the hills definitely help if you if you drive around on hills. and But, but yeah, that was, the, that was, like, the first car that... And that, that kind of got me going into, like, got back in the car. So after that, I kept all, always wanting to have something nice uh, in the garage, you know. Sure. So, but, sure. But, yeah. And then when I met you, you had the uh, V6 Accord, yeah, which that was, was awesome, man. That's a great little sleeper car, you know. Yeah, it was a nice car. It's a good uh, car for a 25, 26-year-old. Mm-hmm. 
that was a lease, but it was a nice car. I, I went from from the Mustang to a Scion TC. Oh yeah. Um, which was like the second or third year that those were made, and those was awesome right. cars. I wanted. I had an XB, and I wanted the TC, but couldn't afford it. Yeah. So I got the box instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a good car. That they're great. You know, there's almost like a, like a like a Corolla Sport or something like mm -hmm. that. Like, but but probably maybe a little nicer because it's a, sure. you know it was a two door. So from that to the Mustang, and that was a big transition. I mean, I went from 140 horsepower to uh, two 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 sixty two seventy. Mm -hmm. That was a lot, and that Mustang was. Uh, it was a nice car, you know. I was an uh, I was an automatic, but I still uh, I still enjoyed it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's when we met, and uh, and then from there, you know, I think uh, Jason probably didn't help with. Uh, well, actually, it, you know, I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> didn't help with me not wanting, uh, you know, the you know to have something more practical. So I ended up, uh, you know, getting rid Making of that. Making the best purchase of your life. Next. Yeah, yeah, and I got the the Mustang GT. Yes. Uh, the five zero. That was a great, great car. Um, kind of wish I would have tried to maybe keep it, right? You know, but that was such a good car, man. I, I really, I really like that car. <laughs> yeah, they're great cars. Like yeah. that, that's that's something that's affordable, especially now. Like that was the that was a twenty fourteen, mm -hmm. I think it was. The newer ones. I mean, you have plenty of power. Sure. Like handling. I mean, we've talked about this many oh, times. Yeah. For, for like the money, you can't beat that. Yeah, it's hard to beat. Yeah, yeah. and and you know, I I think they're a little bit nicer than the. And the 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 chart the challengers are just like way too bulky and yeah big, big boats you yeah know? the the chevys are i don't know chevy you can't see out of and the interiors right. are, are are right you know just crap yes you know yeah and uh the the gt is just a great car i mean obviously they have that reputation the meme reputation with mm -hmm. crashes <laughs> and you know well, but, i could see how it could get away from you because when we drove it you know, I mean, that rear end just wanted to step out every yeah. single time you got on right. on the gas. You right. know what I mean? So yeah, and I think if you if you get the newer ones, the handling's much more improved. If sure. you can lower it, if you can, you know, if you, you don't have to, but if you can sink in like four to six grand into mm -hmm. it and put a little bit more, you know, stabilizer bar and stuff like that, you can definitely make a nice car out of it. But but, but it's it's not a car that you know you're not going to go around the corner doing seventy miles per hour. Of course, it's going to get out on right. You, you yeah, know? I mean. I'd be doing 60, 70 on the highway, going around a big bend on the highway on 79 and, you know, feeling like it's going to get out on me. Yeah. You know? So you just have to know what you have. Like, you can, you know, don't, don't, you know. Yeah. Of course, you know, wisdom comes with age. So yeah, like well. If you're 22 and get that car, you're going to do dumb stuff. But if you're in your late 20s, early 30s, uh, late 30s or whatever, like, you're going to drive it nice. You have mm -hmm. enough power to get on it when you have to. Yeah, I mean, it, the the horsepower has gotten out of control right now. Anybody with uh, yeah, anybody like, with eighty thousand dollars can have a, a car with over six hundred, seven hundred horsepower. And where right are you going to use that? Right. You know, exactly. that's what we talked. Yeah, we yep. talked about that many times. Like, how often are you going to get into that that power? You know. Yeah. So that's why I think that four to four to five hundred horsepower, dude, it's plenty. It is. It is yes. plenty. It's Unless a, you're going to do track or. Or, or drag strip or something like that. Why do you need more? Yeah. Like, it's, it's yeah, stupid. Yeah, just to bebop around town, there's yeah no need for it. Right. Zero need for and it. And they're not daily cars, so, like, that's why I, I, well, they can be maybe in, you know, southern southern areas, mm -hmm. but in Pittsburgh, I found myself having to get a second car uh, when I had that car. So, sure. you know, it's, and you make the most, you know, use out of it during the, uh, during the summer. You drive it nice and you get on it every once in a while, but you don't want to, yeah. you know. Yeah, just, you don't want to rip it up. No, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's but but they're great cars. I think the Mustangs are just, I mean, they're they're not undervalued. People know what they are, right? But, but uh, 
you know, it's... Well, I might talk about them later on my list here. So. Yeah, yeah, they're great. They're great. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, but yeah, and, then was, you, and then you had the uh, Lexus uh, F-Series. Yeah, it was a uh, GS uh, 350F Sport. Oh, um, man, that was such a nice car. Yeah, that just got rid of that, like, I don't know, like a year, year ago, year mm -hmm. and a half ago or something like that. That was a great car. Um, again, like, family, luxury sedan, great handling. It oh, was, like, yeah. the first car I had where sport mode actually like did something mm -hmm. sure <laughs> like <laughs> sports modes like we're going to change a few parameters on the transmission and it makes it yeah. feel like it's a little bit faster right yeah so it was it was it definitely like uh you know it, like the mustang had sport mode but all it did was like the the the, the steering yeah the steering, steering input changed yeah uh this did the you could feel it in the car oh you yeah know, you could start sure. feeling more bumps and you know uh stiffened up the sus suspension and the the steering wheel and everything like that and it was a great car, and they they just stopped making those last year for 2020. So I think their values have gone up and are going up. And the past couple of years, they only made like fifteen, twenty thousand total. Yeah, they didn't make much of the. F. The year I had was a 2016, I think it was, and they made like, I think that year alone was like twenty thousand. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a lot to get. Sure. But the newer ones with the with the redesigned fascia and the taillights and stuff. They're going to be really hard to find, and they're great. They're so reliable. Oh, yeah. I so mean, reliable. They hold their value like like crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? They look good. I, ch I got slotted brakes and rotors for that car for, I think it was like $380. Mm. They're Toyota parts. Yeah, Toyota parts, yeah. Yeah. Pull, pull it off of a Corolla, or I mean a Camry, and throw it on that. Right. You know? And yeah. I was looking at the Audi A4s. I was looking at the BMW like 5 Series. Mm -hmm. um, I just didn't make any sense. I'm like, why would I get that when i could literally buy a to like a souped up toyota right you know and it still has a lexus badge so people are you know they, they don't look at it as a, as a toyota right. but people that own cars know it is one and right you know it's got that reliable v6 oh yeah it sounded great looked great yeah you know, it sounded got... great and you could put an exhaust on it they wouldn't even make it better and not to a point where it's like too yeah. like for a v6 like, like riced out yeah it yeah. was it was enough and uh yeah i mean just exhaust and, and uh, air intake and yeah it was i Good think it's go. enough of a car like if you're gonna haul your kids in it and you know so but yeah the, the only thing underwhelming on it was the technology but who cares like you know right it's yeah it's, it's a car if you can appreciate it for the car then sure you know whatever it, it's a lot bluetooth it's a lot of navigation yeah it's a lot of yeah. stuff so so well how'd you uh how'd you get into uh selling cars yeah so I'd say in like my late teens, early twenties, people, you know, I probably had multiple people tell me like, yeah, you should try it. You think you'd be good at it, da da da, you know, because that's when I kind of got into cars. Like mm -hmm. I was saying, I just didn't want to do it. I was like, I don't know. Like I had good jobs up until then, and but um, I had a, I had a uh, a friend of my wife's that was working at the dealership that I got the job at. We had run into him like, one Saturday night, and he was like, yeah, you know. Might be an opening because I was I was uh, working as a banker at the time. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't digging in anymore. I was there for like two years and when I tried to do something else, and he's like, "Yeah, I think get you get you an opportunity," you know. So uh, yeah, I was like 24. Um, no, no, was I 24? Yeah, I was 24 at the time, and uh, yeah, I just applied, got hired, and and I was scared. I was scared shitless the first like two three months. It's tough. Uh, it's it's yeah, intimidating, and it I is. think that's why a lot of people they don't make it because it's uh, you have to go ask for the sale. You know, you could be the nicest, 
you could be the most knowledgeable person, mm -hmm. but if you don't know how to ask or close a sale, you're going to fail. Oh yeah. And there is, I've worked with so many people that are so nice and know everything about the car and they suck. <laughs> you, it's almost better to be opposite, like not know anything, mm -hmm. and be an asshole mm -hmm. and, and be able to close a sale or ask for a sale and you're going to, and you're going to, you're going to do well as a car right. salesman. Right. Right. And, you walk uh, that fine line of uh, knowledge and being pushy at the yeah, same time. Yeah, and there's you know? plenty of those old guys that are uh -huh. like that. They're they're rude. They don't know anything, <laughs> and they still sell because they they will they'll ask for the sale. Yeah, you know. You have to. And uh, but yeah, the new generation, the new car salesman is all three. Mm -hmm. So because of the internet, they have to be nice. Oh yeah, the internet's completely changed it. <clears throat> right. Know? So they're nice. They're knowledgeable. Most of them, or I should say, guys and ladies, because a lot of ladies mm -hmm. are in it now. Um, and um, you know, and, you know, can ask for the sale. Oh, so, yeah. So, uh, you know, that's that's what I think makes a good car salesman. But, yeah, the first, uh, I said to myself, the first six months, if I don't do well, I'm going to get out of it. Mm -hmm. And it was literally, like, the fourth month I made, like, some good money. Oh, really? And finally I was like, all right. You're, you're here. Yeah. This is what I'm supposed to do. Right. For, for now, you know. Yeah, and, for now, and, yeah. Yeah, and it was, it was one of those things where... Uh, you get like a high. You get like a high off of uh, selling a car. Oh, sure. You know, yeah. If you make a sale first thing in the morning and another one in the afternoon, man, you're on cloud nine. You're feeling you know? it. <laughs> it's, and it's great because like, you know, you, you put in the work and it's instant gratification. Mm -hmm. You know, I do insurance now and insurance is like, well, I'll let you know next week or let me think about it. Mm -hmm. You can't pressure people into it. Um, you can't, you know, make a point like, Hey, if I get the numbers right, you want to do this today? Mm -hmm. So, so that's what's nice about the about selling cars. It's like, especially when you make money, you know, when you make, you oh know, yeah, when 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 you, you know, when the when the commission is nice. So yeah. it's, uh, but it's harder. It's getting harder to make that commission. It's uh, because it again because of the internet. Yeah, the internet. So. internet. Yeah, everybody's got a lot of information now at their right. fingertips. You know, right. I mean, they can go in there and pretty much be sold on a car before they ever. Walk most in, people, most people are. Yeah, they. Yeah. Uh, I think. Um, Statistically, people only go to if there's such a thing, but 1.5 dealerships. Okay. Right. So right. you know, if there's two people, one of them goes to two, one mm -hmm. of them goes to one, and they and they and they buy a car. So a lot of people, when they step foot into a car dealership, are already like decided on what they want. Mm -hmm. And our our parents didn't do that. They had to go to like right Chevy, Ford, Buick. Yep. Talk to everybody. Yep. Yeah. Right. And 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 then kind of process everything, but. But I think now, too, I think now it's probably more, not so much. Hey, I want, I know this make and stuff like that. It's more of, okay, what options can I get, right? What do you have on the lot that is going to be optioned the way that I want it? You know, do you want the technology package? Do you want the power package? Do you want this or that? Right. You know what I mean? I'm sure that's where the sales portion of the whole deal comes in. It's like, hey, okay, you want, uh, you want this, uh, you know, Honda Civic. Well, I mean, do you want the base model or do you want this Mac Daddy model, you know? And that's yeah. where you get your upsales and things like that. Yeah, it's, uh, again, because of the internet, a lot of people already almost come in, they know what they want. They want to, they know the, the yeah, really. package you're, already. You're not huh? almost doing, you're doing just more of a... You're a broker at that point. <laughs> well, you're, you're sort of helping them reassure that that's the, the decision they want to make. Right. Because they may know that they want a certain model, but they don't know, they can't, in their head, they, they can't comprehend that like the one they want is going to cost them you know, 50 bucks more a month. Mm. So are you sure you want that? Because here's a uh, one without leather and without 
something else right. and it's just as nice. Oh, okay. Right. So you're kind of helping them either facilitate, like reassure them mm -hmm. that that's the, the one they did, like they chose online and did all their research on is the one, or you're helping them navigate to a different one. Sure. You know, um, I mean, obviously the last thing you want to do is talk them out of something. So you don't want to come off like, no, you don't need that. Or you don't <laughs> want that. No, people now, now that's what I'm saying. Like they, when they come in, they almost, they almost know, or they think they know what they want, mm -hmm. which is fine. Right. So again, your job is just kind of be like, all right, well, how'd you settle upon that? Is that something you need? Um, cause Jenner, when I started selling cars, a lot of these buyers were coming out of old Buicks, mm -hmm. old Chevys. They had hardly, I mean, they barely had power windows. Right. They yeah. were jumping to cars that had backup cameras and Bluetooths. XM. All that. Right. Yep. So now that, that generation is already used to that. Mm -hmm. So now it's just like, oh, do you still want to keep your heated seats? Do you still want to keep your Apple CarPlay or do you not, you mm -hmm. know? And that's kind of what you're doing, you know? So, and, and the car manufacturers, there's less of options anymore. Unless you're buying a Porsche mm -hmm. or a Ferrari, you have like four, five, six models to choose from mm -hmm. of that car and that's it. Right. You know? What about, uh, you know, people who are like, yeah, I wanted this. They got in it, they test drove it and they were like, this thing drives hideously. Like, I hate this car. You know? Yeah, so I was blessed. I didn't experience that a whole lot. Really? Yeah, because you can on used cars, of course. Mm -hmm. But I sold Hondas, and I was, like, blessed enough that they freaking ride nice. Yeah. Like, unless you're going from, like, a F-150 to a Honda Fit, mm -hmm. you're not going to be like, oh, my God, this thing is, like, has no power. Mm -hmm. most of the time they were like, wow, this is way nicer than what I have. What I had. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, and, and no, no disrespect to like Hyundai or Kia or even Ford or Chevy, but really you can disrespect any of them. It's well, fine. A Honda, this is Honda, I just, in my opinion, and I still feel that way and I have no allegiance towards the brand. I drive a Subaru now, but mm -hmm. like they are nice cars. They really mm -hmm. are. They're well-made. They're well put together. They don't make weird noises. If you're looking at a new car and you're driving it and it's feeling weird, you shouldn't buy it. Right. A new car should feel freaking nice. Yeah. <laughs> you get on the gas, that thing should go. There shouldn't yeah. be like you lag know, maybe, and maybe like like a turbo lag thing where it's right. like very subtle, but they basically have eliminated a turbo mm -hmm. lag almost right. all the way. Yeah. On certain brands, not so much, but Honda because of the racing heritage and stuff. I mean, you stomp on the gas, the thing's almost instantly... Yeah, it's instant. Like, going, right. you know? So, again, I was blessed enough, but I'm sure there's other uh, other brands that experienced that, where they... <laughs> unfortunately for those car salespeople, uh, yes. you know, they're like, oh, this this car sucks, and, <laughs> like, what do you do, you know? <laughs> now, the times I have encountered that, I'm like, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm sorry you feel that way. Is there another car right. that might interest you? You know what I mean? Like, is there... I mean, the four cylinders feel like V6s. Oh, yeah. So very rarely you're going to have like, this is underpowered. Yeah. It's not. Like, you're lying to yourself, you oh, know? Yeah. So um, so that's the thing. But but on used cars, the, the, the times I've faced that has been more of like, okay, well, is there any, let's see if there's another one on the right, lot. Like, if like. We, yeah, if we had like 15 certified Civics, mm -hmm. and they drove one and it made, it, made it made a weird noise. Like, okay, let's just drive another one to sure. compare to see if that's the case. Sure. You know? So, uh, but yeah, on a new car, I'm sorry, but any brand you drive, if you drive it and there's an issue where you're, you know, you feel une uh, uneasy about it or something, I wouldn't buy that brand. Yeah. I would instantly be Get like, it out of it. 
uh, excuse me, I wouldn't say almost be like, yeah, I'm crossing this one off my list. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I would. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Which uh, brings us to the used car market, which is what we're here for. Yeah. Today, how crazy has it gotten? Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's like anything right now. Um, it's never gonna go back to where it was. You don't think so? You don't no. think it, it crashes, huh? No, you it think won't. It stays here, really? It won't. Oh, okay. This is great. I'm. So, so the reason I say that is because so. If you remember Cash for Clunkers. Okay, yes. The Obama yes. thing. Yep. I remember when I first bought my Mustang. I think it was like $3,000. Mm-hmm. It was a running, granted, it was a POS mm-hmm. without a uh, air intake. <laughs> and, a, and, and a dented. <laughs> and a few dents and, and stuff dent, like that. And sure. a dented fender. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but it drove. It had 106,000 miles. Mm-hmm. It drove. It probably. Unless I uh, didn't sell it, it probably would have lasted me. It made at least one year. Mm-hmm. It probably would have lasted me another two or three years. Okay. Right, so you got four years out of that. Sure. And, and the way I think the best way to analyze like a car's worth is you divide the amount of that you paid over the amount of months that you owned it. Mm-hmm. And I used to make this joke when I sold cars: you can't get a bus pass for less than like 130 bucks a month mm-hmm. okay so if you have a f- f- let's say a five thousand dollar car and you drive it for four years mm-hmm. which is 48 months mm-hmm. that's 104 dollars a month oh <laughs> okay that's a good car that is a good car right <laughs> right forget insurance gas right. every car is going to have that maintenance obviously if it gets to, to be too much mm-hmm. then you know you're you it's a money it. pit sure but that's kind of the math I always used to use, mm-hmm. and and it's still like embedded in me. So, like, when I so back to the Mustang, three thousand dollars, great car, would have lasted two to four years. The guy that bought it off of me, I'm I'm almost certain that he had it for at least another year plus after I owned it, and he paid me a thousand dollars. Okay. Okay. You cannot buy wheels and tires for a thousand dollars now. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So that reliable. So so back cash for clunkers. So I'm, so I'm going back to like 06. You could buy a nice car for three to five grand mm-hmm. that would last you three four years, maybe more. Cash for clunkers comes around, takes away all those nice used cars from the market, and that and then and then bumps up all the mar- the whole market up. So now mm. a nice used car was between like five and seven. So Again, you still had your exceptions where, you know, maybe the local guy selling mm-hmm. his for three or four or, you know, you found some 200,000 mile Honda Civic for 2,500 bucks. Sure. <laughs> sure. But I'm talking about like the like quote unquote average right. price, yep. just in my like head, in my opinion. So when I used to sell used cars, when somebody would come in and would be like, yeah, I'm looking for a used car for my daughter. I got like two grand. I'd be like, all right, well, I'll, I guess I got the door. I'll see you later. Right. You know, because <laughs> it's not happening, yeah, you know, to buy it. We as a dealership always took pride in making sure that the car was nice, reliable. Most of the time, all the cars we sold had warranties on mm-hmm. it, at least for six months, right? maybe up to a year, mm-hmm. like on the powertrain. Uh, can you go down the street at Joe's Dumpster Car Sales and buy, again, that's the exception mm-hmm. and not, you know, not the, the rule. The exception is not the rule, right? Right. So I talked to a guy who is one of the big, in Pittsburgh, who's one of the big wholesalers in Pittsburgh. I don't want to name any, uh, you mm-hmm. know, put any yeah, names out go. there. But he's very big. And I talked to him. This is two months ago. He said, one, it'll never go back to where it's at. He, this guy's at Mannheim like once a week mm-hmm. at the auction. 
has his own car store, fixes cars. He's been wow. in the car business for probably 30 years. Long time. Long time. He's like, it'll never go down. And the average of that nice new car is between seven and almost $10,000 now. Mm -hmm. So anybody that's got a little Jimmy that's turning 16 or a little Sally or <laughs> whatever that's about to get their license, to get them like a nice car that's not going to break down every week, you're going to have to fork over yeah. between seven and 10K. Sure. That'll be high mileage. It'll be 10 years old. Might not be a Honda, might not be a Toyota, but... Mm -hmm. It's like so rare now to go out and buy yourself a car for four or five thousand bucks. Oh yeah, it's almost impossible now. Yeah, and uh. and it doesn't have duct tape yeah. on the seats or, and, yeah. and that that's where we're at. So it's gonna come down because the when the cash for clunkers thing happened, and then initially the first like year or so, the prices were high. They dropped a little bit, but mm -hmm. they never dropped back down. But didn't they trash a lot of those vehicles? Didn't they buy them up and trash them? Right. So so what's what well, what's happening now is 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 the nicer cars that were a little cheaper, people are just buying them up now because mm -hmm. they can't maybe they're like, Well, maybe I'll just buy something to get me by for a couple of years till right. the you know, the what I the car that I wanted, which was which is now ten thousand dollars more, mm -hmm. I'll buy this. So you have a lot of nice cars that are off the market and people will hold on to those. Mm -hmm. So, you know because that's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering it's like you know, I see all these uh, <clears throat> empty car lots and stuff. You know, I live right next to that Mercedes dealership. It, it, it's like it, it's filled up for a week and then they're all gone. But I'm like, I mean, eventually they're going to get back to manufacturing cars at a, at a, at a, a nice clip. You know what I mean? Where, yeah, but, what's going to happen with all these, these used cars? But how cars? long till those new cars are old used cars? Yeah, you know that's what true. I mean. You got a yeah. cycle of like what ten years. Yeah. So so here's. Uh, and I'm not sure if this is the one you uh, you didn't post this one. You, uh, no, yeah, I yeah. Telling, so yeah, so I, I got a Jason. He posted. Uh, he's, yeah, the car he's gurus. one of my talking points. Yeah, so so car gurus is what I'm. I looked at car gurus and I looked at uh, classics.com, and those are those are both really good. They give good indexes and they give good uh, pricing, and they, you can actually see on on classics.com. You can actually see the car that was sold and how much it was sold right. for, which is really cool. Right. So so you have you have like two types of, in my opinion. You almost have two types of used cars. Okay. You have like your, I don't want to call them beaters, but you have your cars that are like. Like workhorses. Yeah. yeah. One you can, again, spend somewhere between five and 10 grand mm -hmm. on. It's a nice car. It's you either use it for work or you use, you know, you buy it for your kid as their first car. And then you have the ones that you buy for yourself. Like I bought myself a two year old Subaru mm -hmm. Legacy. You know, so, so the, the, the post that you made yesterday was the, was like the nicer cars. Right, so there. Yeah, so I have it up on. Yeah, right. yeah. So, so here's the example I'm using. Right. Okay. So cars between a hundred thousand miles and a hundred ten thousand miles. Okay. Oh, that's good. Okay. So, yeah, I so, didn't break it down by mileage. I like that. I like okay. That. So, so here's an example. Honda Civic last year, a Honda Civic between a hundred and a hundred ten thousand miles sold for eighty one hundred dollars. What okay. do you think that car sold a year later for? as an average so that was last year right last year Versus was around year. around 81 well let's say 8, 12 000. 5 12 5 not as high but almost okay. 11 11 so that's okay. a that's a 33 percent increase, increase. So that, that's that's yeah. what i'm saying like cars that were five six seven thousand dollars mm -hmm. are now seven eight nine ten eleven thousand yeah. dollars right yeah. uh it gets even more stupid a chevy silverado oh yeah the trucks are crazy right now this doesn't this doesn't really depict like the age of the car, uh -huh. but again we get a good idea of if if it has a hundred thousand miles you can say it's probably at least seven eight years old right you yeah. know ten thousand twelve thousand mm -hmm. miles a year right. right 
So Chevy Silverado, <laughs> uh, between 100 and 110,000 miles, $18,000 last year. Okay. Average sales price, 26.9. Oh! It's almost 50%. <laughs> That's crazy. So if you buy yourself a nice car under 10 grand, you're, you're, you, made, you made a good deal. Yeah, for sure. There's not a car on this list. Chevy, Ford, so Chevy Silverado, Ford F-150, Ram 15100, Accord, Civic, Camry, Wrangler, Cherokee, Escape, or CRV that at 100 to 110,000 miles are under even $11,000. One car, Honda Civic, 10,900 bucks. Wow. So you, you basically can buy a eight to 10 year old car with 100, 110,000 mm -hmm. miles under 10 grand. Under 10 grand, yeah. And if yeah. you do, you're getting it off the neighbor. Right. You're getting it maybe off of Craigslist. You're maybe getting a manual. You're getting something that's maybe rough around the edges. Mm -hmm. um, and I think you're may possibly getting a good deal. Do you, you know? do you think, though, it's a little bit of panic buying as well? Um, well, if you need a car, you need a car. Yeah, uh, yeah I understand and, and there's that. And yeah. you know, there's a demand. But look, like, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess we don't hang out with too many people who... Who just drive around beaters and, and you know, run well, them into the ground, and then well, there's like one day buying. it's like I have to have it. You so know? the panic buying is sort of like uh, like an avalanche. Mm -hmm. You got people that wanted a new car, they can't mm -hmm. get it, so they're looking for a one or two year old. Right. The people that wanted the the two or three year old certified car can't get them because those are gone now. Mm -hmm. And we can get talk. We can also talk about why the rental companies have scooped in into the market mm -hmm. and are buying all the used cars too. Okay, I like that. So, so, so somebody wanted a new car, can't get it. They're buying mm -hmm. a year or two old car. People that wanted a certified pre-owned can't get it. Now they're buying a car that's like four, five, six years old. Oh, so well, it's yeah. just a trickle down. Trick, trickles down. So the I guy that wanted the car for five or six grand can't get it. Sure. So he's like, F, I'm yeah. going to go and get it. And the banks are giving the loans out because the loans are super cheap. Right, yes. So, so in a sense, it's a good thing, but... From a financial standpoint, and any, anybody that's a financial expert will probably, well, I think they would agree with this. You you'd rather take the money over the rate. Right. Yes. You know, so if you can save the money, and take a four or five percent interest rate, it's better mm -hmm. than the opposite of that. Right. Yes. You know, having the low rate and then having to spend the extra money. So, um, yeah. So it's a trickle down effect. So you know, I know a lot of people that wanted a new car can't get it. They're buying a couple year old car. So mm -hmm. that's kind of what's happening. So. Yeah, it'll never go back down to where it was. It's definitely going to drop, and I think it's slowly, like leveling off. Yeah, which that's is what good. I, that's what I had read. Yeah, they uh, they said it, it kind of is starting to level off. However, with uh, on car gurus, it tells you, you know, within the past, you know, last thirty days, the last ninety days, and then year over year, it does look like it's flattening out. Uh, but in, and in one segment in particular, the pickup truck in the past thirty days has gone down. Granted, that's only 0.3% has gone down, so call it right. flat. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, some of these are, are still like a minivan, you know, in the past 30 days is, you know, 2.3%, 2.4% higher. Year over year, 23%. Yeah. Like, what? And the only reason why this sparked is because, you know, I've been looking for, you know, used car for a little while. You know, I like to trade out cars all the time. And it's gotten to the, gotten to the point where I'm just like, I'm tired of looking. And it's almost comical now. You know, to see some of these prices. Yeah. But we're going to have to get used to that reality. Yeah. So so I don't think they're going to be like the like you know the, the point I made, the Chevy Silverado is 50, yeah. almost 50% more than it was last year. Uh, thir between 30 and 
on, on the used cars with higher mileage. And then on the newer cars, they're somewhere between like what, 14 and 40 percent. Mm-hmm. I think the real number is still probably going to be in the 10 to 20 percent range. Yeah. So once this dust settles, the car that was, you know, $10,000 mm-hmm. last year will next year will prob- probably be about 20 percent more. Yeah. And that's just the reality of sure. it. Sure. Because yeah. the, the, car, the cars are, when, when people buy a car, they keep it for a few years. So, you, again, those buyers will go to sell, but then, you know, you're like, it's, it's a trickle-down effect. Mm-hmm. So it'll never, there, there's hardly any cars. One thing I wanted to mention was, so yeah. I, I still have, you know, obviously some ties to, like, the, the, the car business. Sure. Um, one of them is one of my really good buddies in North Carolina normally has 150 new cars. Mm-hmm. He has four right now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> four. Okay? The dealership I worked at before normally has about 250. Uh-huh. They have 42. Oh. And that's not counting, like, what they sold this this uh, this week or, or right. for the weekend. Well, like I said, that Mercedes dealership was bare, and then it, like, it ramps up for about three or four days, and then they got a bunch of cars out there, used cars, not Mercedes at all, and then they're gone again. They're gone within, like, three or four days. Right. Like, they're all sold off already. Yep. You know? Yeah, so the, the, the manufacturers are... Um, a lot of the manufacturers have stopped fleeting, uh, selling the fleet, uh, uh, fleet, uh, mm-hmm. fleet sales, enterprise, herds, etc. So what is happening to that is that the counter that Hertz and Enterprise and all those guys have had, it's like, okay, well, Hyundai isn't going to sell cars to us because they want to supply their dealers mm-hmm. to keep them afloat and <laughs> not die. Right. Um, we're going to go out and buy a bunch of used cars. Mm-hmm. So I rented a car in Orlando. Normally when you... At least for me, I think the last like six or seven uh, rental cars I've had have had maybe like a thousand miles on them, mm-hmm. maybe a couple thousand. This car had forty-two thousand miles on it. <laughs> it was a Hyundai Kona, and I was like, "Man, really? That's a lot. That's, I was like, "That's a lot of miles." Soccer mom was bebopping around so in that he, thing, man. Here's what they're doing: the 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 rental companies are because the manufacturers are giving them the middle finger. Mm-hmm. They're going out and and really messing with the used car market. They're mm. buying them at, at at thousands at a time. Yeah. So the off lease cars, the couple year old uh, couple year old cars, Enterprise, Hertz, Avis. Wow. They're all coming in I and buying these used cars because the demand for them is so high. Right. And they are skewing the market too. And they're probably the biggest culprit of the reason that the market's so high. That's good to know. I didn't even think about that. Yep. That's good to know, and yeah. they still can't get enough cars. And they still can't get enough yeah. cars. And as you, if you, if if you have tried to rent a car, uh, the rates are like over a hundred dollars a oh, day. Oh yeah. yeah. And 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 it's like impossible to get one. Yeah. You know. Well, so Mike, you know Mike Bricado down in Texas. Yeah. He goes down to McAllen, Texas. Which, if you've ever been to McAllen, Texas, there ain't a whole lot going on down there, but illegal things. Uh, he goes down there to sell insurance. Well, he had had already booked his his car and everything online. Gets down there from the flight. They're like, we don't have any cars. He's like, well, I booked it online. That's why you have the booking tool is for me to get freaking car. You know? Right. Where's the closest car? Oh, closest car three hundred miles away. Well, that ain't gonna work. So he's like, uh, well, maybe uh, maybe I'll just Uber around. But he has to go like hundreds of miles a day between these these various places. So he's like, screw it. So he went over to U-Haul, 
and just got a box truck and rented a box truck for like yeah. three or four days and drove a box truck around the sales calls. Because, I mean, that's the only thing you could get. You know what I mean? I've heard a lot of people doing that, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, my father-in-law. He's coming at the, end of the, at the end of the month from Texas, and that's I'm pretty sure he's renting a U-Haul truck. Is he? Yeah, yeah just a little pickup. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's smart, man. Yeah, so... Uh, there's other services, Toro, uh, Toro is a good right, one. Yeah, Toro is a good you one. You know, yeah. so, uh, you know, private cars, they'll meet you at the airport. Uh, they usually have availability. You might spend a little more, but mm -hmm. you know, at least you have a car. At least you got a car. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, so, so it's, it's like a trickle down effect. The, the, the chip shortage is causing the, the manufacturers typically only order these chips sort of as they need them. Right. So the pandemic shut everything down. They didn't order as many. Everything opened back up again. Mm -hmm. Demand was high. So now these, they didn't put enough orders in. So now these chip manufacturers are not making enough for the car right. manufacturers, uh, which most of them outsource those chips. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and because the car dealerships have sold all their cars, the manufacturers are trying to replenish them right. instead of Enterprise and all those guys. So then those guys are going out buying all the used cars. So now like people like you and I that want to buy a used car, those are gone because Enterprise is... Scooping them up. Or Hertz, Avis has scooped them all mm -hmm. up, raised the price. So it's just a trickle-down effect. Yeah. You know, so it's it's kind of crazy how it all... Yeah, and those chip manufacturers can't keep up. So I only know this well because I've invested in semiconductors for the past, like, four or five years because of 5G. I knew 5G was coming. I knew they needed these upgraded chips and all these phones and all these computers and all that stuff. And I was like, hey, man, good market to be in, Right. And then all of a sudden, I, you know, I find out too, you need chips for cars. Well, now it's like, it shifts from, okay, now Apple needs all these phones. It's like, okay, well, now we need all these cars. And like, if you've been into semiconductors for any more than three years, you, you're doing pretty well in the market right now. Yeah. You know, I mean, right. those guys are killing it. They just can't keep up with the demand, you know? Right. Yeah, these, these orders weren't put in. And now that the orders are in, the, 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 the tech guys beat the car manufacturers to oh, the yeah. punch. So those companies are... And the semiconductors, and I think we talked about this before, mm -hmm. they're like almost like outdated technology for for the car ones. For sure, yeah. Because they're like trial and proven mm -hmm. semiconductors, so the technology on them has not changed very much, and they're the people that make them don't make a whole lot of money right. on them. Mm -hmm. So there's a sense of like the car manufacturers messed up by not ordering enough right and anticipating the demand of cars going up yep but there's also this this is opinion there's also <laughs> this opinion that the 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 chip makers are sort of giving the car manufacturers the middle finger because mm -hmm. they weren't making much on these anyways they're making a shit ton right now making, you need me. Now you need me, huh? Well, right, it sounds like my price is going up. Right, and they're yep. making them for, for, for the computer guys and the phone people and all that, and those people are dishing out stupid money for them. Right. So the car guys fall in, at the end of the line on the demand, mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and that's kind of what's happening. And I think um, Chevy, if I'm, not, if I'm not wrong, I think they've already announced they're going to build their own yeah. plant in the United States. Correct, yeah, to, for to, that. To, to, for that. So yeah. it doesn't happen again, you know, and because uh, they're at the mercy of these, sure. you know, these foreign uh, entities. Yeah. And uh, because of the whole trade embargo with China and the United States thinking that the Chinese are stealing 
Yeah, all the tech the and, tech and, and info and data. Which, and... which they probably are, but, but whatever, you know. <laughs> and uh, But yeah, they don't want them to make them for the car manufacturer right. because, you know, it's, it's you know, then they'll end up finding it on the market yeah. even cheaper. Like, you know, they're, they're going to be, you know, stealing yeah. technology and selling it later. It's messy. So, yeah, it definitely gets, like, political and, and like, it's really deep. You can really, like... Yeah, you, you go know. down a rabbit hole for yeah, sure. Yeah, you're like, why can't I buy the Civic for seven grand yeah, yeah, anymore? Yeah. And then two <laughs> hours later, you're like, oh, there's. You've invested like a hundred thousand dollars in some semiconductor company in Taiwan. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And there, yeah, it's 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 kind of wild. And, Don't do that. Don't do there, that. There's a couple manufacturers, and I think BMW is one of them. They uh, sort of have struggled have struggled the least because they were uh, one of the few companies that had been making their own. Oh, okay, yeah. So there's still like a shortage of BMWs and stuff like that, but a lot less than like Chevy, right. Ford, Honda, Toyota, right? Uh, because they have they had their own infrastructure in place for for a lot of that sure. stuff. Sure, sure. So uh, you know, leave it to the Germans to uh, figure it out. I don't yeah, think man. Mercedes though. I think it was only I think it was only BMW that has done a really good job of like anticipating and and having like the. The infrastructure, place. Yeah. yeah, the infrastructure in place for something like this. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I can tell you, based on the Mercedes dealership next to my house, they are not yeah. building cars right yeah, now. Yeah, because so. like when you look at that chart, I think the yeah. the BMW, uh, at least the one uh, when I was pulling it up, I don't see actually this is not. The yeah, one. I pull. Yeah, I got a bunch of I got a bunch of numbers too. We can. We yeah, can run BMW, I think had uh, like their prices were up, but they were like the least because they could still offer maybe certain incentives and things like that. Sure. Which. Rebates and incentives gone. Oh yeah, there's so no more. if you there, were if you there's were no that, more, there's no more uh, Honda Honda holiday days or yeah, Toyota Thon. It ain't or, coming. It ain't it probably. <laughs> Sienna ain't coming this year. It's funny because like if you and you know if you were that guy or girl that last year were like you know this it's not enough for me like in rebates. Well, you should have done it because they they've all gone. Like, yeah, there's no more. Yeah, yeah, we're not doing that. Zero percent's gone. Yeah. Cashback's gone, which a lot of that is smoke and mirrors, anyways. But, right. But it's a feel good thing. So, but yeah, they're all gone. So, you're paying sticker. You want that new Pilot? Mm -hmm. You want that new uh, Highlander sticker yeah. or more? Yep. Oh yeah. You know? Oh, Absolutely. it's not the color you wanted. Sorry. Sorry. You wanted go go to the next yeah, state. Maybe see they that have guy it. over there. Yeah, he's <laughs> gonna take this one if you don't want it. You wanted the white one. The black one came in. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's wild. It really is yeah. wild. So I. Uh, I feel bad for people that, like, their lease is running up. Oh, yeah, and yeah, they that's need a call. the big one, yeah. Well, I would that advise was to extend, yeah. extend yeah. your lease. Yeah. Um, that's what I told my boss. Um, he His lease was up, and I told him extend it. You get to yeah. keep the same payment. You can do, uh, a lot of them allow you to do up to up to a year. Yeah. So keep that car, get, you know. Get yourself through it. Yeah, you unless, know. obviously, you it's hate, a, hate the good car. Good piece of advice. But, yeah, so extend your lease and just see what happens, you know, mm -hmm. because... Either way, your payment's going to go up with the new mm -hmm. car, even if they have one on the lot for you. Right. So, you know, give yourself a little bit of a, like, time frame to figure yeah. it out. You know, order the one you want. You mm -hmm. know, pay the price that maybe you, that's, like, within reason of what you were thinking. Oh, for sure. You know, last year, you know, so, um, yeah. Yeah, I've become a lot more picky when I'm looking at cars now, especially yeah. when I see the prices. I'm like, okay, if I'm going to pay this, I'm going to get what I want 100%. You know, there's not going to be any, well, maybe it didn't have this on it, you know. Yeah. 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 yeah so, so yeah. well, uh, I, so the way I broke it down, 
obviously I went, like I said, I went to Car Gurus, and by no means does Car Gurus advertise with me. I just went on there. Classics.com. Good side. Good same side. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Classics.com is great, especially if you're looking for older cars, uh, which, you know, the podcast is about, you know, rad rides, obviously. So I broke down, like, uh, a list of bargains, tweeners that might be on the edge, an overpriced list, a sleepers list, a deep sleepers list. Okay. Which, which uh, I guarantee no one's going to think about these. And uh, actually, uh, Nate, one of the listeners, he asked me to look up one as well. So um, that's how I broke it down. I don't know how you broke it down. Obviously, you did it by mileage, which was way smarter than me. You know what I mean? So mine's just a, a good average across the Yeah, center. I mean, you I have think a... you probably all come to the same number, but, you know. Right. Well, I mean, like, obviously, like, even if, like, you've been looking for, you know, people it, it, know what you're looking like, yeah the, yeah 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 nismo yeah. nismo yeah. z's and right. things of that yeah. yeah so jason's been looking for a nismo and like of course like you're gonna look at the year you're gonna look at the miles like you know if he finds one that's you know a 2010 and that's the one he wants but it has 200,000 miles he's not he's not gonna right. buy it you right know what i mean if it has too low of miles you're gonna say well what's wrong with it yes you know so the mileage is Sometimes the mileage plays almost a bigger factor than I think uh, it does. Than the age, I know? think it really does. Yeah. So you know, if you're looking for an old Mustang, you know, a, a you know a, a late '60s, early mm-hmm. '70s, or something like that, and uh, it's got eighty thousand miles. Oh, I don't know if I want that. You know what I right. mean? Right. So so that car's already really old, but the yep. mileage is like more of a of a factor than anything. Well, the good part is, is the way I broke mine down is I didn't do anything before 1975. Because okay. when I looked everything up, those prices have pretty much stayed the same. Right. There hasn't been an inflation on old cars. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you want it, you want it. You know what Yeah, I mean? if you want it, you're going to buy it. Like, I mean, that, I think that's a... Yeah, the cars a, we've been talking about are like yeah. the, the ones that people need to like get yeah. around town. Correct. <laughs> go yeah. to work. <laughs> yeah, so I based everything, and most of my stuff is actually probably 1990 and newer, to okay. tell you the truth. So stuff that, uh, you know, most guys probably listening to this are probably in that price range, right? Like the, you know five to thirty five thousand dollar price range you know yeah. i mean i think that's pretty attainable for everybody who's got a little extra dough sitting around yeah and they want something cool you know what i mean from their high school days or you know a car that they just passed on that they that they want to get now you know what i mean so um but yeah i mean the car gurus was perfect that, that picture that i posted i'm looking at it right now oh my beautiful wife just walked in <laughs> Hello. hi what's up and so, anyway, so I broke it down on there, and it was staggering to see the percentage changes over year over year, last 90 days, and last 30 days, and then gives you an average price, right, which is whatever. So I knew trucks were the worst. I knew it was going to be the worst because I deal in oil and gas. Everybody I know has a truck. Everybody I know has pretty much sold a truck. And, and it's the number one selling... It's the number one selling... Car. Well, well yeah. it's funny when they vehicle. call it a car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Number one selling vehicle in the United States. Yeah, United States. And has been for, for like a while now. And it is, hands down, year over year, the most inflated yeah. vehicle at all right. of them. So pickup trucks, year over year, almost 38% yeah. increase, year over year. That's Which wild. is wild, man. Right. I mean, it, it, that's crazy. The last 90 days, 10% increase. So that $50,000, you know, uh, car or truck that you wanted, you know, last month, it's 55 grand now. That's yeah. just what, what you're going to pay. Right. You know, sorry. Uh, but it did say in the last 30 days, it is the only one that has uh, pretty much flattened out and gone negative. Right. So there is a little bit market correction going on. Obviously not 40% correction, but, yeah. 
you know, it's it's getting up. Oh there. yeah, because you get to a certain point where people are like, all right, enough is enough. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna pay that. I'll wait. For sure. You know. I thought the other crazy one was the minivan market has gone up 23 <laughs> percent. Jin just looks the, the, at me the, like who's buying minivans. The the, <laughs> the card that never. Yeah, it's the card that never wants to die. You know, you right? All these phases where it's like, all right, it's the final final couple of years of the minivan yeah exactly Boom, they're back again exactly um what's well, gonna haul like seven or eight people around comfortably right and tahoe. well so so like big suv so jen said yeah. tahoe right yeah so, well suv is its own mm -hmm. its own item on here so yes. i'm talking minivan like uh yeah. sequoias and uh what's the honda one the uh well you have the the sienna the sienna the Odyssey, that's right yes uh kia just came out with the carnival right uh, this Christ, the Chrysler still makes one. Yeah, uh, yeah. The town and country. Um, yeah, so that's one of those things where, like, what do you have, uh, as far as the country, you have 70% of the country that doesn't need an SUV. Mm -hmm. So if you're in Florida, like, why, unless it's the look, why do you want a Tahoe? Right, yeah. You know what I mean? You Okay, you have a big boat, you're hauling, that's fine. But, like, if you're, a, if you're a mother with three or four kids, your life will be so much easier with a minivan. With a minivan, sure. So much easier. And go, go, and, 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 you know, especially if the age gap is that you have car seats and then no mm -hmm. car seats, the Tahoe will be, you'll be miserable. Right. With the minivan, you open the door, you slide the seat, boom, boom, everybody gets in. <laughs> and guess what? You have room for groceries in the back. Yes, exactly. You know, the kids can hop out. They're not breaking their arms, hopping out of this thing that's three feet tall. Yeah. It's a foot off the ground. Right. You know, and that's why the mean, and that used to be like my talking points with people. I'm like, right. if you really want the pilot, and you want your kids to like claw at each other with three car seats in the middle, mm -hmm. go ahead, get it. Right. If you want a nice, easy, like, you know, car ride and yep. be able to spread them out and have that middle row and all this stuff, then get the, get the, get the minivan. Look at you know? this guy. And, and, and that's really like... Selling gin on a minivan. Look at her. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like one or two kids, you can, you can make it with the, with the Tahoe. You can make it with the Explorer, the, the Pilot, the Highlander. But when you have three kids and three car seats... You're gonna kill yourself, right? You're or you, you know, like right. hypothetically speaking. Like, yes. Okay, so you buy a minute. You have three car seats, or let's say even three uh, like booster seats. You put them across. You can't get to the third row. No. Now you bought a car, you can't use the third row. Yeah. Like so, what's the point? Sure. You know, with minivan, you take one of the seats out. The, uh, you should see how slick they are. The Odyssey, you can slide the seats. This guy selling, you're selling everybody on the Odyssey. So, yeah, right now. yeah, it's like it's it's, it's it's like amazing. What's a sales guy always a yeah. sales guy. Well, I got my license in a minivan, so I appreciate the yeah. There you the, the go. Utilitarian, there you uh, go. Yeah, the, the utilitary factor. But uh, SUVs, twenty-seven percent, twenty-six point nine two. So I'm gonna round on all of these, by the way. So if you go on there, if you're like, oh, I saw the picture, it's point blah, blah, whatever yeah. guy. Like I rounded, okay. Um, uh, what was the other one I was looking at? Crossover, twenty-one percent. That's crazy. You know, yeah. it, I thought it'd be higher because crossovers. I know it's like a well, there's hot so thing many right now. to choose from. Yes, that's exactly. like that's the one that they make the most. Every manufacturer sure. has like five. For sure. So so that one is. It, I'm surprised it's even that high, but but yeah, that's that's why. Yeah yeah. But all of these, all, all of them, uh, the only ones that are in the teens are convertible at about eighteen percent. Yeah. I guess not a lot of people are buying convertibles. Well, it would be probably lower, but it's it's summer, yeah. so it's higher. Sure. And then wagons at 14%, which I love a good wagon. You know, right. yeah, I haven't seen a good wagon in a long time. They're probably not selling a whole lot of them. That's why it's so low. So overall, year over year, just the whole index across the, the board, all the cars combined, 30% year over year, 11% in the last 90 days, 1% in the last 30 days.
which is nuts. I mean, that, that, that's so. That's I have crazy. I, I have something that that's maybe that's even maybe a little higher than that. So okay. this is according to Bloomberg as of May. Okay. Uh, the Mannheim Index. So the way you you always want to gauge thing is the the the, the car auctions sort of like dictate mm -hmm. um, what's going to happen to the retail market. Okay. So if a car is selling at a really high level at the at, at auction, then it's going to trickle down to for you and me. Sure. So this is as of May uh, May third. Um, the Mannheim Index, which uh, measures prices at wholesale auctions. Shows they're fifty-two percent higher than they were a year ago. Jeez. So, uh, so again, this is a couple months old, right? Right. So, ha is that maybe that number you're talking about, thirty-eight percent? So but, like, we maybe can say flattened that, out a little bit, yeah. Right. So, but year can, over year, it could have been May to May, and now can, I'm looking August right, to August. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. So, but you can. It's fair to say between forty and fifty percent sure. more, which is which is that's stupid. It's stupid. Yeah, it's going to come dumb. down, but it'll. It, you're not the card that was six thousand dollars last year will not be six yeah. next year. Sure, it'll be seventy five hundred. Yeah, eight thousand. Well, I mean, and I mean, full disclosure, I took advantage of this because I had an extra car sitting around that we didn't drive, which was an FJ Cruiser, which was a Toyota, which uh, Toyota on the list over the past year is a thirty five percent increase. Almost, I think it is the highest. It's the highest of all manufacturers. Yeah. 35% increase across the board year over year. I sold mine because I didn't have to buy anything, right? And I thought it was a great time to sell it. So full disclosure, I took full advantage of this. I'm going to bitch and complain about these prices, but I mean, at the end of the day, I did sell one. Yeah. So, I mean, I did take advantage of it. Uh, where my problem is, is these guys who are really starting to gouge people hard and like putting stupid prices out there to see if somebody will buy it. Like the guy on Facebook. Like the guy on Facebook. Like like the guy on Craigslist. Like if you follow me on Instagram, I put up that Nismo Z. This guy went from a $14,000 car. I called him the next day and it was magically $28,000. He had gotten so many calls that he knew he knew that this car was was worth almost double what he had posted it right. up there for. You know? So, I mean... Don't hate the player, hate the game. Well, I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like I said, full disclosure, <laughs> I took advantage of it as well. However, I had a dealer come by mine, and I feel like I I feel like I, I, uh, I priced it fairly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I put it at market value. Well, he probably feels the same way. You probably. Know, so. I, he turned around and probably sold it for yeah. three grand more than what, what he right. paid for me for. You right. know? So someone got that 30%, you know what I mean, year yeah. over year, right. um, through, selling, through me selling it and through him selling it. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 the same thing with the housing market. If you're if you're selling oh, yeah. and and you already had plans to build or whatever, man, you're making out. Oh yeah. But if you're selling and looking to buy, you're hosed. You're, you're you're it's like two steps forward and two you know two or maybe three steps back. So, sure. yeah, it's it's not ideal and it's gonna level off. It's gonna drop. It'll never go back to where it was. Uh, well, I feel sorry for these guys who are who are paying that money. Right. And like. You know, it's like no, a buying off. a luxury Unless car. You have to hold off. What, yeah. Why, why would you? you know? It's like buying a, a brand new Mercedes. Don't, don't, you know, you're going to lose forty percent running right off the freaking. Don't lot, get scared. You know? Don't get scared and and buy it because you know, unless like you have the means and you know, it's like that's the perfect car you wanted. Then just go. Okay, fine. Right. But wait. You know what I mean? Just wait. Just wait it out because yeah. it's the, we're in the middle of the storm and and you know in the middle of the, like the you know the hurricane and just wait it out. Like yeah. it's. 
it could maybe even get a little worse before it gets better. So, I think it is. I, I think. Uh, well, the demand, like summertime, is always the highest demand for right. cars, no matter what. You know, when I sold them, that that was the that was the months that you made your most money on. And during the winters, when the dealers stack their inventories, and mm -hmm. you know, you go to a dealer's lot in Jan December or January, that they might have three hundred cars for them, depending on how big they are. You right. Know? Yeah. But the average average size, you know, at least a couple hundred. Uh, but during the summer, that inventory goes down. But there's incentives, and th so like right now, there's no incentives, so they're still buying them. So, but if you don't need it, don't buy it yeah. because you're, all you're doing is contributing to that like that bad market, I guess. Sure. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. So just just wait. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's uh, let's run through this list here because yeah. I got a really good list. I, I want to know your thoughts too because right, I mean you're uh, so you're like, like me. Uh, so so I I have a bargain list. Okay. I have a tw I call it a tweener list. Like you're on the edge. So like, are these cars that are like uh, that that are like nicer, like rare cars or yeah, they... I think it's going to be cars that like, you know, it, it's a rad rides podcast. It's not the daily driver podcast. Right. So it's, right. this isn't car and driver. I'm not going to go drive a, uh, Impala and be like, Hey, uh, I really liked the <laughs> interface with the Bluetooth. Like, I don't care. You know what I mean? Okay. So these are, these are some cooler cars, right? Okay. These are cooler cars that like you and I would look at. And you said, uh, 1975 and newer. Yeah. Most of them are going to be or 1990. Most of them are going to be 1990 and newer. Okay. Okay. Right. So they're all going to be pretty much 1990 or newer. And, uh, so I got a bargain list. I got a tweener list. Could be, could go either way, depending on how you bought. Right. I have an overpriced list. I have a sleeper list, something you might not be thinking about. I got a very deep sleeper list, which no one thinks about because <laughs> yeah. I'm nerdy like that. And then uh, uh, one of the listeners wanted to wanted to break one down. So okay. where do you want to start, I should say? Let's start at the, the top. The, you want to start at the bargain list? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's start. Or do you want to start at the overpriced list? I think we should start overpriced. Okay. Yeah, let's ahead. start overpriced. All right. We'll go high to low. There's going to be no shocker on this first one. 350 in his mozi. <laughs> so this is what started this whole entire, uh, I should say, research yeah. of this, right? Because I wanted to buy one of these. So it's gotten out of hand. Low sell May 2019 was a $5,700 car. You could buy one of these for $5,700. Yeah. All right. Higher mileage, a little older, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is just Nismo, not not as not a three fifty or anything. Not a three fifty, just a Nismo. Okay, and I, ha I had it on Classics. So under six grand, you could get you could get one. You could get a, you could get a pretty decent yeah. one. Yes, like, yeah, and I mean, almost did, like a factory like street race car. Probably yes. I'm sure this grand. one had been hit, and I'm sure it had been whatever. It had yeah. had, a, had a yeah. It might have had issues, but yeah, it's still probably drivable and usable to yes. some to some extent yeah. correct yes yes high price uh may 2021 was twenty seven thousand dollars all right that's that's just the spread from then to then that's not the overall highest price the highest price according to classics.com which goes over like uh, a lot of the auctions and a lot of like bring a trailer and stuff like that Ultimate high has been forty grand so far. Okay. So someone paid forty thousand dollars, and I'm pulling the data up right now, for a fourteen hundred mile, perfectly stock bone stock Nismo Z. Yeah. That's what they paid but for. But would that have been a card that was a couple years old, or would that have been a card that was maybe like a, a Nismo from like six, seven years ago? So they're only made Nismos for two years. Okay. So oh seven, oh eight. So you could only get them those two years. 
And were they both disease or they, they were both 350s and then they went to the 370 oh, after okay. that. Yeah. Okay. So this is just 350. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. So now you get online and these guys know what they have. It's a lot of money for a It's a lot of money for an older car. Right. With a, a 6 on it, you know what I mean? Right. So and then Boji's wife has showed up now. Yeah. So now we have an audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I chose that one because yeah, forty grand—that's a lot for a car. That's I mean, I understand. bro, twenty-seven grand for that car. Right. It's an outdated, older car. You know. Yeah, what I mean? but like it, you know, obviously they don't make it anymore. Like you said, they made it for two years. So right. Like the rationale of in me is like, and okay, I get it. You know you what know? I mean? Yeah. I get it. I'll, I'll pull up. Uh, yeah, that's just the one I saw. Uh, twenty-seven is the one. 30, 30 to thirty-five probably would have been like, in my opinion, like. Like the top of the line. That's what I was thinking. You know, Pristine, clean. under yeah. ten thousand miles, like right. You know, like nice. Yeah, because new they were, I think, in the low to mid thirties. Yeah. Now these guys are doing used cars with a hundred plus thousand miles on them for like twenty two to twenty five thousand dollars. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Like we're not paying that. No, that's you crazy. know what I mean. That's wild. So, and I only know this because there's a Facebook page and there's a consortium going on right now. So. If you're on that doing that, you can do what you want, but it's your car. But hey yeah, man, ain't nobody gonna pay that here in the next year. <laughs> All right, so uh, <laughs> so the next the next car, the Chevy CK fifteen hundred. All right, so these were the nineteen ninety ninety one and through ninety five, not the square bodies, but the ones that uh, like the Silverados. That's when they first started showing up with the with the Silverados with the extended cab and things like that. Right. right? Yes. So you you got that in your mind, like my yeah. 454 SS. Yeah, you remember yeah, that yeah. truck? Yeah. Okay, those yeah. are nice. Uh, those are like if you lower one of these. Yes. Yeah. They not look like baggage, but lower. They're they're pretty sleek looking. You could yeah. get one of these in Texas for three to five thousand dollars all day long. Right. No problem. Oh yeah. Like. You know, it would have like a hundred thousand, hundred fifty thousand miles on them, and that's what you would pay, right? Yeah, it's right? a fifteen thousand dollar car now, truck. You're look, you're right on it. So yeah. nineteen ninety, fifteen thousand dollars now. Yeah, thirteen percent. I'm not even looking at the list. Not even looking at the list. Thirteen yeah. percent increase. Yeah, that's All crazy. Right? Ninety one, thirteen thousand dollars, almost fourteen, and in ninety five, you can get now for like uh, eleven grand, but that's a sixty eight percent increase. Yeah. Year over year. So the 90 and the 91 factor in the, the 454 SS, which is why you're going to see a little bit higher prices. Yeah. But still, to pay 11 grand for a 1995 Silverado with probably 100 plus thousand miles on it right. is unbelievable right now. But you know what that also like tells me is that like our generation, I would say, you know, between a 25 and like a 45 year old, mm -hmm. they're realizing that these cars that were produced in like 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 that like like the the list that you have between right. the 90s and now they're so well made and they last so much longer now you i don't know, know man there's a lot of rattles in those trucks there is there <laughs> is but i'm saying like you compare that to a uh you know a 60s or 70s car that would only last a couple of years before it started rusting that's true you know that's very true these cars now they last so long especially if they're well maintained and now you can get all the records you can get owners you can you know yeah but a lot of those were work trucks too and i, and I understand the the custom well, car different. scene the that's custom different. car scene is yeah. like you know this that's is what different. i want to do if, if yeah. You, yeah obviously you're buying somebody's work truck like but yeah it's uh i, I don't know i i think that 
people are like the, they're starting to be a little bit more aware of like oh well th these cars have really like stood the test of time so like it, it, you know i'll buy it and if there's some issues i can fix it there's so many yeah. parts that are available and then they are they're good looking trucks like i love it when they're customized and they're lowered and everything i'd love to have one right right i mean i think they're they're awesome but i'm not going to pay 11 grand to get one and then put a dump another you know five to ten into it to make it exactly what i want and now you're at a twenty thousand dollar yeah 1995 silverado right. like i don't know it just seems a little seems a little overpriced to me. but what did the generation in the 80s and 90s do when they bought the 50s and 60s very true i yeah, yeah i completely get it yeah i mean they're coming into yeah. their own you know right. what i mean yeah i get it yeah those trucks 10 years ago you'd be like look at that you know that 1500 from you know what i mean but like, i still feel like you can go to any city in like oklahoma arizona new mexico and find one of those things for like five grand <laughs> i think it's people just being lazy and they're like uh oh this one's really nice and it's uh 15 grand on this website i'll just buy it instead of you know going to find it you yeah, know what i mean right so yeah yeah and they I have it know. shipped at our house and everything yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I don't know. It's crazy to me to think that. Like every time I look at cars now, the first almost no matter what uh, what website, website I use, I feel like the first ones that always pop up are the Carvana ones. Yes. And it drives me crazy. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want this car shipped to my house. Right. I, I want to go and look at. Want to go look at it, right? It's yeah. Showing me like a generic it. picture. Yeah. Or a, or like a 360 picture. Right. And it's, it drives me crazy. Yeah. I don't want to buy a car from a from a slot machine or a, from a vending machine. A vending machine, right? Yeah. Exactly. So. <laughs> All right, next on the list, and this is going to piss a lot of people off, I'm sure. Maybe even you. Honda S2000. Those cars have been getting stupid for a while. Stupid right now. They, they stoop for a while, Jason. They were going up and up like yes. five years ago. In 2002, yep. average price, $25,000. $25,500 right now. Yeah. So for 2002. 2008, thirty six, almost $37,000 at... 30 to 50% increase year over year. Dude, that's unbelievable. You're getting th those cars, I bet you right now for a nice clean one, you're looking at about 50, 50 to oh, 60. Yeah. yeah. And if you get the club racer ones, they're over 100 grand. Yeah. The club racer it's ones nuts. that they made for only what, the last year. Yeah, the blue, yeah, with the blue and everything like that. I mean, with the wing on the back. The wing on the back and they everything. They were like yeah. 40 pounds lighter and I mean, not faster, but yeah. I don't know if that's a $50,000 driving experience. I don't know if I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like, they're cool cars. Don't get me wrong. They're really cool cars. I, I love the S2000. I don't fit in it very well. Right. Love the way it looks. I mean, I think they're they're great, iconic cars. But I don't know if I'm paying fifty. dollars for that. But you want a uh, sporty convertible that's reliable? What are you going to get? What yeah. are you going to get for forty, fifty grand? Yeah, I what mean. What can you buy? That's not like... Of course, you have the you know you have the you know you have the Camaro, you have the you yeah have you got all the American cars. But if you want like a sleek, like nice, like cruiser that maybe like you know your wife can drive too. Well, the three fifty Z three seventy comes in convertible, you know, right? And that's which why the prices can, of those have gone up. Yeah. That's why the S two thousands up. I mean, other than like a Miata or yeah, Miata, I can't yeah. think of much that's like a smaller, well. There's a couple of Mercedes and BMWs. Yeah, but then you, you know? get into the reliability factor, yeah. right? Now it's yeah. like oh, you need to replace the engine mounts. That'll be eight thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> like so people are like i'd rather buy the honda that motor man oh yeah that motor that thing is, is like bulletproof, bulletproof. Yeah, yeah right it's bulletproof. So, so so that's half that's half your price right there yeah so they're like okay then i get this nice car this nice looking reliable it's a honda any parts i need i can get yeah super cheap and that's what drives the price up that's like people's thinking they're like i'd rather spend more on this than less on the mercedes because i know this Honda won't break. Won't break down. 
Okay. Where the where like the you know your uh, the this the CLK or not the CLK the, the the they're like little tiny convertible that they made. Oh, the C C three hundred convertible or yeah, the SLK or, right. or yeah the SLK yeah. yeah like it's a nice great car but yeah have fun servicing that yeah the brakes on that are probably uh, two three thousand dollars you know I just thought it was staggering I mean right I, I'm the, not paying that much for an S two yeah S two thousands I've been getting stupid for a while but again you know it's there wasn't a whole lot made and. You know, there's yep. always that one sucker. Well, I don't want to say sucker, but right. there's always that one guy out there. It's like, okay, this is a fair price to me. So here's a here's a, and so here's the next one. So S two thousand. So everybody who loves S two thousands, you can you can hate on me. They're great cars. It's fine. Yeah, they're, it's yeah. fine. Good car. Um, the Chevy SS. So yeah. the Impala. That's not an Impala, but it has the big LS three motor in it. Underappreciated. Yeah. That's Very nice, underappreciated. However. Like however, so. Came with an LS3, 415 horsepower. Yeah. Okay. Low sale on one of those, which these are, are getting to be 10 years old now. Right. Right. I mean, they're they're getting up there in age. Low sale, 25,750. That's the lowest you could get. Yeah. High sale, 42,500. $42,500. Most recent was That's 30. That's where they were about new. Almost 40 grand. The most yeah. recent is almost 40 grand. New. I think new. They were probably maybe even closer to 50. So to put that into perspective. So I gave this overpriced list, right? There's a couple of them I gave like alternatives to. Alternative to that, CTSV, okay? 2005, those came with LS motors. Some of them came with LSAs, 556 horsepower. Yeah. So you're getting a better motor, you're getting more horsepower. And, yeah, I'll take one too. Yeah, two beers, yep. since y'all are just laughing in the background. The bottle opener's on the side of the yeah. fridge. So, and you could get that in a six-speed. The SS, you can only get in an automatic. Right. 2005. You can buy a 2005 CTSV right now for $18,000. I looked it up. There's one online right now to buy. If you're looking for an 09 to 13, which definitely had the LSA in it, 39K. So you're paying the same price as a Cadillac CTSV for that Chevy Impala right. <laughs> with an LS in it. Oh, thank you so much. So yeah, if 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 you're if you're not going to depend on the dealer to service it, mm -hmm. that's a great deal. If you know that's a fantastic. You can work deal. and fix, fix. It's the same, almost the same platform. Yep. You know. Yeah. Well, better. They're tuned better, yes. and they're the CTSV yeah. is definitely yeah. tuned better. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, it's got it was, better technology. It was it's made better to interior. compete with the M3 and right. Yeah. Know, yeah. Exactly. The AMGs and stuff. So yeah, it's yeah. If you if you if you know. How to work on cars? That's a, that's that's yeah. that could be a good buy. That you know, obviously only worry is because were, were those naturally aspirated or were they super so that was supercharged? supercharged. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's your only worry. Yeah, you know it's how reliable is that? Because right. that breaks. Yeah, that's a handful of uh, thousands of dollars. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> Chevy SS guys, what are you thinking? Like a little little overpriced right now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. Plus, all you all you do is you take the Chevy badges. And they on were and put begging the, people. You put the Holden badges on it. Like I I, I mean I like the car. Australian, yeah. They were yeah. well, they were like begging people to buy those off the lot. Right, exactly. You know? Remember we talked. We I mean we talked about this five years ago. I was yeah. looking at one of those and like, yeah, they just held their they've held their price, which I might be a little salty over, but whatever. Next on the overpriced list. Sorry, we're drinking beers. Uh, next on the overpriced list, any right hand drive Skyline. <laughs> Oh, they're they're gonna get more stupid. Dumb. More more Dumb. And more stupid. I pulled up a let's see here. Well, they're getting GTR R thirty two. That's probably the cheapest one you can get in the United States. 
right? Yeah. The R32 is right. is hands down probably the the cheapest one you can get, right? So the cheapest one that is sold within the past three years. Now this is uh, again not on any of the right-hand drive importers list or anything like that. This is this is a, a lot of auctions and bring a trailer and stuff like that. Twenty thousand dollars, almost twenty-one thousand dollars. High price on one, hundred thousand dollars for a nineteen eighty-nine R thirty-two. Yeah. GTR. Right. And that was last year. Someone paid that last year for that. Imagine car. what the R thirty-four is. Oh, I, you're not going to touch it. Yeah. You're never. You're, no two, one's going to touch that car. Two hundred plus grand for a V spec. Well, they're already selling them, so they have a, a company now who is over there. They bought a big warehouse. They buy them for you, and then they charge you the uh, rent right. on a spot right. until it's legal yep. to bring it over here. So you have to purchase it, pay for a spot, and then get it here. But the Japanese guys are starting to make it really hard for them yes. to get them because they're like, you're not going to take all these cars away from us because... You That's know. our heritage. Right. Right. So yes. it's like... They're starting to charge a premium, which the company's charging a premium, and you're paying a premium. Yes. So if you didn't so. get on, get in like four or five years ago on Skyline importing, like you're hosed right now. You're you're gonna pay yeah. fifty plus for yeah, for a car. I mean, it's just your what dream it's car. Yeah. Your dream car is gonna be gone. Man, that's sorry. I'm not paying that those much. Those are so sweet. That's, They're so yeah. nice. You know. What but I mean? if I'm paying, are that they worth the money, money though? Are you paying a hundred grand for a not, or 1989 Skyline? Not I mean? a thirty-two or a thirty-three. The thirty-four is just because mm -hmm. it has, but it's, it's it's that car's already double double what the thirty-two is. You know. Right. And exactly. If I'm paying that type of money, I want a left-hand drive. I don't want. Well, look, you know, man. You can go get uh, an R35 right now for like all day long. 60 to 75 grand right. like a really nice used one yeah but you didn't, you know we didn't and blow we, the doors off that car well, yeah but our generation didn't grow up with i know that car, i know you know in the grand turismo and i feel like dude you, you the grand turismo generation yeah 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 but, but and, and you know those only came in automatics yep you know so and there's that nostalgia that that blue I know. skyline r34 I know. man like i just, love it like everybody else can. man but i'm not paying I'm not paying that money for that car. And it may be like the muscle cars, right? Remember the muscle cars got really ridiculous here about 10, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. And then it crashed. Like the whole market just crashed out because people were like, uh, people started uh, aging out of those cars and they wanted something right. different, you know? Right. So are we going to see that? I don't know. But I thought uh, those are pretty overpriced right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I just put on here any Toyota SUV right now. Is extremely overpriced like yeah. my fj cruiser look fj guys like i owned one i really liked it it's not worth the driving experience unless you're going to take it off-road if you take it off-road and you use it like an off-road vehicle it's, like it's worth every penny oh yeah. it's worth every penny but if you're going to use it to just go get it as a grocery getter or i'm going to take it to work like one or two days a week or something dude it's underpowered yeah. can't get out of its own way it gets horrible gas mileage. Has a, a small tank in it, right? And like it, it just it's it's big and it's bulky. You know, I mean, yeah. It just it, it it it's it's not worth the you know what did I say forty percent increase year over year on those no. cars and what they're going for right. now. Like you might as well just wait or just go buy a Jeep. You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Get the new Bronco or something like that. Right. If you're, yeah. I don't know, unless you like the look or whatever, but yeah, it's not like. I don't know. And then if you spend that type of money, what are you going to do? Like 
chop it all up and raise it and right. put a lift kit on it and all yeah. that. Like just like you said, you might as well go buy the new Bronco. Yeah, like right. go buy it, the man. The car it's... that's built to like go yeah. and do all that stuff. Yeah, plus it, has... it can drive normally on the highway. Yeah, it has all the new technology. Yeah. It's nice. It's comfortable. Like right. I mean, yeah, that's those... a nice car. That's right. gonna be. They're gonna be everywhere. Yeah, that car's gonna be everywhere. Great car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, compared to the Wrangler. Yeah, so much better. Oh yeah. What do you, do you have any uh, that you can think of that you think are overpriced right now that are just unattainable that have just gotten out of hand like as, as far as like used older cars? Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I the, the one the one that has been going up and I mean, I'm you know I'm a, like a Mustang guy through mm -hmm. and through. Um, I mean, any any SVT Shelby anything mm -hmm. Cobra, stupid. Stupid. It's been it's been getting worse and it's and it's it's got even more worse yeah you know so like the uh, terminator that's yeah. a perfect example yeah. oh three oh four like you can't get a nice one under 30 grand right it's like impossible mm -hmm. you know you if you are it maybe is nice but it's got has, has high mileage mm -hmm. you know, or someone swapped the rear four end. owners accident yeah but but <laughs> to get a nice one you're probably 40 40 maybe over forty thousand mm -hmm. dollars to get a to get a nice really clean one but then like what what kind of like that's what that goes me takes me back to like the the, the gt50s like right. the uh, 2017 20 you can get way more car mm -hmm. way more technology safety f power all that right for less money yeah or, or just about the same well it, but, but it's if you want the name yeah you know, yeah you, and you want to just cruise around and yeah sure because that car it's a collector car yeah yeah a, a civic on a back road is going to beat that yeah. cobra all day yeah. <laughs> all day, all day. Know, cobra guys yeah. are ah no it won't i'll beat them <laughs> right yes but but if you're going to like drag or or you're going to you know just go you know just want to go for a cruise mm -hmm. and just enjoy the sound yeah it's a great great yep. car yeah you know well i don't know if i've told the story on the podcast or not but i tried to buy one of these about five or six years ago and I was really close to closing the deal. I was ready to put my money down. And, I, and so I called the guy up. I'm like, hey, man, I'm going to come down and look at the car. And this was down in uh, North Carolina. So I had a, a little bit of a drive. And he's like, oh, okay, cool, man. Um, he's like, hey, I just got to let you know, though, that uh, th this one has the rear end swapped out of it. I was like, what? Because the whole reason you buy the Terminators is, A, for the motor, and B, because it has the IRS in the back, right? And this guy's like, Oh yeah, someone swapped it out to a solid axle so they could drag race it. I'm like, why would you do that? You know what I mean? Like, I, I was ready to buy this car, and he's like, oh yeah, by the way, it has a solid axle in the back. I'm like, no guy. Like, we're not. I'm not doing some hillbilly swap in the back of this, you know, you yeah. know, vehicle. It, it takes away all the. It takes away all the money out of the car, you know. So, right. I'm glad I didn't buy it. I mean, as much as I do like the Terminators, man, they are. I mean. They, they've gotten out of hand right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, those. Um, and then, uh, I mean, one car that always, almost like never loses value, and it's like one of my dream cars is almost any Porsche. Oh, yeah. Even the ugly ones with the, the uh, like, the early 2000s with mm -hmm. the egg yolk headlights. I like those. Um, I know a lot of people even, don't like those, but I like them. Yeah, even those have gone up. You know, people are finally starting to appreciate them. They're like, eh, I'll get over to headlights, whatever. Sure. So it's a sleek looking car. It's you a know, 911. Yeah. We'll just say 911, that's what, it, uh, 2000 and. Say like between 02 and um, at least at least, at least least 01 to 04. So maybe? the 01s have gone up 31% over yeah. the past year. Right. The 03 has gone up 24% over yeah, the past year. Yeah, because I mean, year. it's a Porsche, right? So yeah. it's always going to, you know. 
they depreciate a little when mm -hmm. you buy them, and then they just kind of like plateau unless you destroy it or something. Yeah, and then they hold on. So sure. you you don't lose a whole lot of money like you do on like a any or AMG car or anything like that. So that's why a Porsche is always like, if you're going to convince your wife as a good investment, uh, almost any Porsche. Right. But again, to get a nice one, you're looking at 60k plus. Oh yeah, for you sure. Know, you can't. You can get. You can get maybe lucky. Like I almost like want to kick myself because when I was still at the dealership. We had a really nice, it was like a 90, man, it was like a 96 or 97, just a regular Carrera, Carrera black yeah. on black. Uh, we sold it for 50. That car is like 65 grand. And oh, that was yeah. like three years Easily. ago. Easily. Easily. Yeah, that car is like 65, because I was looking it up. It was like, it was like 65, $70,000. It was 50,000. Mm. I was almost like, man, I should have just, just taken a big <laughs> fat loan out and just bought it because... You would have made money off yeah, of it. Yeah, I would have made money if I really needed to scramble and get rid of it. But that's sure. the thing with cars. Like, you never know. Or I could have lost, a, you know, a lot. But, yep. you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, I mean, another car that, it, like, was coming way down really quick was the Hellcats. Yes. Now they're back up again. Yes. You know? 100%. So, man, you could have bought... If you if you weren't one of those big idiots that bought one the first or second year and uh -huh. waited till where they were used, dealers were, like, giving them away yeah. towards the end. Yep. And you could have bought one, and now they're back up to stupid money again. Oh, yeah. You know, because yeah. it's it's so much power. You, you almost can't buy a car uh, for the power. That, no, stock out of the box like that. And another one yeah. that if you had money that you should have bought would have been almost any um, Viper. Yes. The ACRs yeah, they're starting to come up now. are like, go, they're, almost, they're past 200 grand. Mm-hmm. The ACR, I mean, they, they, that car, but that, that car new was, I think, 140, like 140, 160. A nice one, or well, they're all nice typically. Mm -hmm. The average price of those is 200 plus now. Oh, so yeah. a car that you would have bought, you know, you would you would have been making 10,000 a year on that car just oh, by yeah. holding on to it. Unbelievable. So, you know, if if you obviously that's a lot of money to have initially, but but yeah, yeah. those are some of the ones that like, just from. You know, watching videos and reading stuff like oh, that, yeah. that have gone up, like, but I'm not I like so that. Much That's a good list. Like some of like the older, older ones, like like you were. Mentioning. Well, they're starting to come up in price now. Yeah, right. the GTSs and things like that. I mean, people are starting to appreciate them a little bit more now. You know what I the mean? The what? The GTS. And then what a G? Yeah. What do you mean GTS? The the Viper GTS. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 the yeah. Viper yeah 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 yeah, yeah. ACR GTS. Yep. Uh, yeah, the, the RT10 the R that yeah, came in the yeah. crazy colors. Yeah, because you know like I mean? uh, a couple of years ago, my buddy was like, ah, he's like, I'm thinking about buying, buying a car. He's like, dude, get a Viper. They're so cheap right yeah. now. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> even the RT <laughs> that was like no yeah. power windows. Right. It was like even Red that car with is, yellow rims on it. <laughs> yeah, even that car is stupid right now. Yeah, it's you know? dumb. It's so, dumb. Uh, it's gotten yeah, out of hand. Yeah, it, it really has. It's gotten out of hand. So the next list I have is a tweener list. That's where this is where I think they're on the like cusp of, hey, if you're gonna buy one of these, you might want to buy them here pretty soon because I feel like they're gonna be on the overpriced list. All right, let's see if I agree. Okay, ninety nine to two thousand Civic Si. So that would have had the B sixteen in it, dual overhead cam, VTEC. It would have only come in three colors: electronic blue. Milano red, and whatever the black was called, they called the black something. Is it electronic or electric blue? Electric blue, electronic yeah, blue, okay. whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but those right now are starting to creep up in price. So you used to be able to get those for five to ten, pretty much all day long, right? Yeah. So one sold on Bring a Trailer, I think, for thirty-five k, 
and all of a sudden triggered this mass rush on on these cars right now so and i've been following that market for a little while because i've i've always kind of wanted one right so they are now averaging according to uh classics.com they're averaging about sixteen thousand dollars for a nice one yeah high top sale top sale was 50 grand sold in july it looks like maybe june of 2020 that's the one that's a that's that's a big pass for me 5600 miles yeah uh obviously bone stock nothing wrong with it right so that was the high um the low on cars and bids one just sold in january 21 for eight thousand dollars hundred and forty thousand miles on it yeah with rims doesn't even look stock on it at all yeah so you can see where those prices are starting to creep kind of all over the place right and i think now that people it's like anything else that's collectible like baseball cards or anything like one gets sold for uh, for an ass load of money and then all of a sudden everybody who has one's like i have one of those two michael jordan rookie card someone sold one for a million dollars all of a sudden there's like 50 of these things coming out of the woodwork you know what i mean everybody's making a run on them yeah you know so i don't know i think it's a car that's that's on the cusp of getting to be a little bit overpriced for what you get right and 200 i think it was like 195 200 horsepower coming out of the thing out of the box so i mean you know zero to six or zero to 60 on this thing is like forever you know i don't know if it was uh i mean you'd be surprised those are between i think like i want to say that si was maybe like 140 jason let's see here the, the horsepower. Was it? Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think they were 200. I could be Check very wrong on that, but Check Civic it out. SI 160. Is like, yeah. Good call. Look at you. Yeah, so like, I don't know. That's like the thing. You get that car if you really couldn't buy one when you, you, you were younger. If you stumble right. across the right one and you have some money, you're the guy that inflates the price on right. that because you, you want to spend the twenty or $30,000 on right. it. But when I look at it, I'm like, it was one of the... Well, the generation after that mm-hmm. was they, they're like calling it like one of the true like last like VTEC like yes. SIs Cause with the, the K that, motor in it. Yeah, the one that came after after the '99 to right. '01 or whatever. Because um, then I, the generation after that was just horrible, like the 2011 and right, and yeah. newer, which is so bad. Right. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, so I mean, it is nice, but like what are you getting you're not getting right. the best handling the best performance like i don't know well you know what i mean you paid like, 50 grand for a 1.6 liter four-cylinder <laughs> that was 160 horsepower and a five-speed that car five-speed knew, trans that it car made knew, 111 foot pounds of torque right i mean yeah that car new was uh like 18 19 grand right you know like what i don't know like it's, it's a tweener it, it's getting there it's getting there big time. You know I, what I, I mean? am not. I, I I wouldn't argue with you at all. I bet you in the next ten years it'll be it'll be even more. But yeah, because uh, yeah, I mean most things never get cheaper. But right, uh, that's like one of the few, like one of the cars where like if I'm looking at uh, if I'm looking at that car mm-hmm. like I don't know. But at the same time, you're kind of limited to like what was around during yeah. those years that was kind of cool. Right. There wasn't much. Well, you, you had like the, the Celica GT. Yeah, you like had an Eclipse. Maybe. You had the G, You had the um, three thousand GT Supra. You had yeah, I mean, but look at all the prices. Yeah, that well, right? Supras so, are. So people are I like, didn't even put them on the list because I think everybody knows yeah, the Supra's overpriced right, right now. Like it's just 
Yeah, you, know? you could buy like a like a like a Dodge Stealth. Yeah. Or like yeah. a Mitsubishi three thousand. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, three thousand GT. But those cars are so tough to work on. You get one of these yeah. Civics, man. Yeah. You could like watch a YouTube video and like sure. fix things on. Sure. The the I saw a, a really nice clean. I think it was actually this morning. No, yesterday morning. Um, really clean Nissan 300 uh, ZX. Oh, I love those. Yeah, but they're so hard Real to work nice. on. Real nice. Engine's so tight in it. Oh yeah. So that was the same thing with the 3000 GT. The right. Supras are stupid money. So that's why people are like. I think that's like the rationale a lot of people mm -hmm. have. They're like, I'll just go get the Civic. And, well, oh. look, I want to have a lot of fun under $15,000. It's a good buy. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it, it's good. It's nostalgic. It's fun. Yeah. You know, I yeah, mean, you can, it's like, not going to throw, throw it around the corner. Yeah. You're big. not going to blow anybody's doors off, but right. hey, you're going to have a good time. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I think it's a tweener. I think in the next, you know, five or 10 years, I think that car doubles in price. You yeah. Know what for I mean? clean ones, for sure, yeah. man. I can see that absolutely. Uh, next one, third gen. Mazda RX-7. They've held price so well, even with the ones being imported now. You know what I mean? I think they're just on that cusp. So that's the one with the, the rotary motor in it. 92, 93, 94, or 9, through 97, really, is what it was. Yeah. So prices uh, low over the past five years. You could get one for twelve grand. And the high was a 70K model. Yeah, those are so nice. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. So that was on Bring a Trailer was a 70K. I get that car. Average I take is the 30 rotary grand. out and I put like a LS or a... Right. Or, <laughs> That's or, what or, I just, Yeah, there is no way I keep that rotary. That thing is so finicky. Nobody knows how to work on it. Right. No, thanks. Right. So yeah, I think it's a Slide tweener, the though. motor because you don't like let it warm up. Get yeah. out of here. <laughs> But uh, it was the fastest car in Fast and Furious for a long time. You know what I mean? So I mean, it was Dom, yeah. Dom Toretto's car. Right. You know? I I thought the I thought it was a beautiful car. It obviously. Yeah, it is a nice looking car. It but is. you get that car and you take the engine out of that. Mm -hmm. You know. For so, sure. So that that's like my. You put something more more reliable in there. Something that's not gonna. You can't start it when it's twenty degrees. You you have to wait. It's like they're so finicky. Right, right. It takes like takes like seventeen gallons of oil. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think. And then when it the... breaks, you're like, uh, nobody knows how to fix this. And I think that's why they've stayed. That's why at the price right. that they stayed at yeah. is people are scared to buy one. Yep. Same thing. RX eight. I think the RX eight was a beautiful looking car, but it's nobody's gonna buy those. And it it. If you rip it out and put an LS in it, man. That was a chick's car. The <laughs> that was a chick's car. I think every every girl I knew that had some money drove that car. Oh, yeah? So, oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay, Boji. Yeah, but the, the RX... The Maybe RX, I'll try to sell that on, on Jen then. The RX-7s, uh, yeah, they're so nice looking. Really oh, yeah. nice. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I love the way the, those the, look. The engine, the engine kills that car. The it does. The engine kills that car. It does. Yeah. So I think it's on the tweener. I think you, you're, you're still going to see the... I think you're going to see the prices creep up, especially now that they're importing a lot of these things. Yeah. I think as the... Yeah, because people will say, well, I can't get the Skyline. I can't right. get the Supra because they're 100 grand. Yes. I'll yep. get this thing, and that's, I think, a lot of people's thinking, like, I'll take the engine out, mm -hmm. and I'll put something. You can put a nice, uh, you know, uh, uh, a Z engine in there, mm -hmm. the 3.7 se three or the 3.5 in right. there, or, you know, or, or maybe something American. Yep. And have a lot of power, and, and then you still get, And you're you good know, to go. Yeah, you, the, the looks, and then. I was, looking at the, I was looking at this the other day, a full, if you wanted to get a, a full swap in a package, motor, trans, everything to get it get it running there's a company that does it now for like 30 grand 
So you could go buy some clapped out RX-7. Yeah. Dump 30 grand into it and have a really, really cool car. Yeah. You know, like a really cool car. Right. <laughs> yeah, and it sounds great. Oh, you know, it's reliable. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean these 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 motors anymore. They're they're. I mean the. Um, uh, not the voodoo, but the uh, the, the, the coyote. Yeah, the coy yeah. Oh, I mean, it's unbelievable. Again, I mean, it's granted. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a big engine. Yeah. But they're so reliable. Oh yeah. They're, it's it's literally motor, one of the yeah. most reliable motors in the past like twenty years. Yep. You know. I like so, it. So uh, as far as like American made. Yep. You know? So. So next car, and you may or may not remember this one, uh, tweener car, and it, this goes for both. It's an F body, a Trans Am WS6, specifically a two thousand and two. Yep. <laughs> yep. Dude, those cars were the king of the street. So average right now, you can get one of those for about 30K. That's a cool classic car. It's LS powered, 325 horsepower, zero to 60 in under five seconds. That's tough to beat at 30 grand, man. I mean, that's that's getting it. My you buddy know what had I mean? one, had it for like 10 years, sold it for almost double what he paid for it. Yes. You know, yeah. Nice clean one. I mean, I think they're getting on much, the cusp. But... I think they're forty-five in the next ten years. I think yeah. you can't touch one for forty-five. Yeah. Like a, a nice one. You well, know? if those go up, then those Camaros will go up. Well, that's why I said like it's an the... F body, right? It's an all F body. It's right. a it's the Camaro SS from from right. that same year. You know what I mean? It's... I I just I again I, I feel like all those cars that were made from like the late nineties through like the mid two thousands. They, they just. At least to me, they're not like the wow. Other right. than the, the the Terminator, yep, that's the only one because like Ford thought that the government was going to kill the the engine mm -hmm. and the emissions and everything, so they scrambled and made like the last like two years of this badass right motor and everything. And but but the the Camaros, the the uh, the Firebirds, the yes. Civics you were mentioning, SLPs, yeah, yeah. It's just like I don't know, like they, they don't they, like they, they don't do it for you, huh? They didn't handle real well. Yeah. They weren't like they were reliable, but like the, my buddy, uh, his WS6, he had to put extra support bars in the uh, underneath the car, yeah. and hardly ever took the top off because they were prone to twisting. Mm -hmm. So like so much people couldn't like car. put the, the roofs back on because they would go out for a couple of days driving and the roof wouldn't fit back on them. Yep. So, and then the interior is just horrendous. Oh, well that's the problem with, so that's the downfall I mean... of those cars. Everything rattles, <laughs> everything's plastic. There's yeah. no room in them at all. You're pretty much laying down in it like a formula one car. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that's what did hurt that car and yeah. the handling on it, isn't the best so yeah so that's you know. why some of these 90s cars are taking i think like still going up and up, still and going up, up because these these cars just i think for a lot of people didn't do it you know yeah. what i mean yeah. it wasn't until like the mustang got redesigned when that mustang first came out it's true then the chevy then the camaro yep. then the challenger and that's when everybody's like oh wow so those cars yeah are gonna have some they'll cycle yeah at some yeah, point yeah but, but the, the the late 90s the mid 2000s they were just like blah yeah, like most it's of a transition point. Good yeah. transition point. Right. Um, and then I had this on the overpriced list, but after I did a lot of research, it actually put it on the tweener list. Um, 89 to 92 Fox Body Mustang 5.0s. I think average a little price, appreciated, yeah. After, average price, 16 grand. I thought it was going to be a little bit higher, to tell you the truth. Yeah. I, I really did. I, I thought for sure it was going to be a little bit higher. Especially when you get into those cars and like, 
you see the interior on them. But there's some really cool ones, like the California Highway Police ones, right? Yeah. Um, they have some really cool McLaren ones that McLaren made. I mean, there's some really good, like, variations of that What's car. What's the Smoking Tires guy's name? He has a pretty cool one. Uh, uh, Matt Farah. Matt Farah. Yeah. He has a sweet... Oh, does he? Has a, he has a nice 5.0? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, you can make them as nice or as not nice as you want. Those cars, you know I, mean? I think, to me, had, like, and I just, again, it's just, it's going to seem like it's because it's a Mustang, but right. it seemed like they had some potential, like, well, as far as, like, lowering it a little bit, mm -hmm. uh, making, like, uh, putting a little bit better suspension in yes. it. You could, you could put, a like we were saying, like a Coyote motor in yeah. it. Yeah. Well, guys are autocrossing those now. I mean, yes. that's a great autocross cross platform, yes. and guys have been drag racing. They're not for like years. long, like like the Camaro and yeah. the, the Trans Am were so right. long, so long, so yeah. much like useless space. Yes, this was like a nice compact car, yep. Yep. and uh, I think you lower it, you put some. Again, it's like one of those cars if you can buy like a nice used one for like ten grand. Yep, and kind of strip it down mm -hmm. and. And add the right suspension, the right engine to it. Yep. You got a car that'll last fifty years. Forever. Man. And it's uh, it always nice. looks cool. Yep. Yeah. you be nice wheels. You'd be looking like vanilla ice rolling down the road. Yep. Ice <laughs> ice baby. That's right. So that's my tweener list. Yeah. Um, that's kinda what I thought. And they had like, some like special edition ones of those. Yeah, that's why I said they had yeah, uh like they had the, the McLaren um, edition. They had all of the Highway Patrol ones. Yeah. So those are all pretty sought after. Were they always like blacked out and stuff? Like No, so those, color? they always had like a special suspension package. Ah, they okay. gave you a little bit more, uh, a little bit more um, power. Yeah. And they all came in notchback. And they, they never came in, in a fastback what, uh, uh, version. What movie is that where the dude gets robbed? He's driving it. Um, movie from the 90s. I don't Cuba know. Cuba Gooden Jr., I think. Oh, uh, I don't remember. It's like somebody's driving that and he gets robbed right at the light. He's driving one of those Fox Body Mustangs. SSP is what they were called. I, I couldn't remember the name. Oh, okay. So I think they were called like spe uh, Special Service Package. Okay. So there was 15,000 of those made. So you can, you know, there's still... That's a good amount. Yeah, there's still amount, a good amount of them there. So yeah. you got an engine oil cooler. You got silicone radiator hoses. You got uh, auto trans cooler. Um, which, which you would swap out for new parts anyway. So yeah, exactly. You got a bigger <laughs> bigger alternator for all the additional lights and everything that came on it, right? Yeah. Um, you got a new Speedo cable to go a little bit faster. Um, you got, um, let's see here, relocated rear deck release, or whatever that was, probably in the back there. Um, reinforced floor pans and full-size spare tire if you wanted that. So. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> But it was a little bit souped Take up. Take that out and save bit. like 30 pounds. Yeah, yeah. You get a little bit more souped up model. And like I said, they all came in notchback. And I always think the notchbacks look a little bit cooler. Yeah. I know a lot of people like, like fastbacks, but you know, yeah. whatever. Um, on to the bargain list. You'll love the first one. I've owned it. Acura RSX Type S. Yeah. I think those cars are such a bargain right now. They are so much fun to drive. Averaging it's like about, a go-kart, man. You can beat on that thing so much. got the K20 motor in it. Yep. It's got all the suspension done. The aftermarket is huge on it. Parts are cheap. $13,000 is the average price for one of those man, right now. you should have waited like a year to sell yours. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, right. hindsight's twenty twenty now. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, sure, I kind of would have. But yeah, well, the same thing with my 454 SS. If I wouldn't have sold it, I could have pretty much doubled my money, but I wanted to get – I didn't want it, want it anymore. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's kind of the uh, the average price right now on those. Lowest has been fifty six hundred. The most re or the highest is twenty one thousand. That was in on bring a trailer, and it was a sixty six thousand mile 
um, 2005 type yeah. S. The biggest thing, things that concerns me with those is that just like what kind of condition or shape are they in? Yeah, what kind of driver drove it before Yeah. You? Right. <laughs> That's the biggest thing because those were so affordable. Mm -hmm. um, you know, six, seven years ago that you had a lot of parents buy them for their kids. Sure. I know. And I knew a lot, of, just, a lot of my buddies had them. Yeah. They yeah. just banged on those cars because yep. they could take so much, but then, you know, it can only take so much. Yeah. You know what I mean? So those engines were great. The transmissions, they were fun cars. Um, and I think those, I think every generation, like I, I feel like the, the car that's, that current generation is mm -hmm. like the the brz and the sure. the frs yep um every generation needs that car where it's like affordable mm -hmm. you can get it used affordable and you can have fun and drive it um and that's what i was kind of talking about like the, the cars in the late 90s to early two like early to like i'd say mid almost to late 2000 they didn't really mm -hmm. have those cars like the, yeah right. they had the acura but that was just new so you yeah. couldn't really get it used for like a good price i feel like every generation needs like to be able to like have like a because that's what keeps like the yeah. enthusiasts going you right know what I mean? uh, an affordable naturally aspirated yeah stick you right. know what i mean stick mm -hmm. like has to be a stick yeah. you know what i mean uh. nowadays you have the turbos and stuff so like i'm like i've been more open-minded with those but but naturally aspirated yep. because the engines you 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 feel up like a part of the car mm -hmm. you know what sure I mean? you can rev it to way more that rsx was yeah. like a 8385 80, 80, uh, yeah 8385 somewhere that's in there, crazy yeah. yeah that's like that's unheard of it anymore. was high strong man yeah so yeah. like it was great like the vtec didn't kick into like four five thousand yeah. five thousand rpms or whatever so like Every generation needs those cars to keep going, and that's what that was for, like the yeah. the kids that are well. When I was younger, in high school, yeah, yeah, like a little, yeah, our age, a little younger yeah. than us, like that the parents got, but then they just banged on them. So yeah. like getting a good, reliable that doesn't have like seven owners, like right. <laughs> clean Carfax, like yeah, good luck. Sure. So, but yeah, sure. they're great, and yeah. I think they they're like that. I think they're under two hundred horsepower. They're like one seventy, one ninety ish. Yeah, it that's was... like enough. Like you're getting there where it's like, if you do a couple things to it, you can get a little bit more out of it. Yep. You know, and uh, again, it's not like a drag race, but man, uh, twisty roads. Oh yeah. You know. That was a two hundred horsepower car. There you go. Yeah. Six speed, yep. six speed manual, two hundred horsepower. Yeah. So you do a couple. Well, again, you know, now it's you know a little older. Right. That that lost some power, but. You do you do a couple things to it if it already doesn't have it you know you spend maybe fifteen hundred bucks sure and you're right back at that horsepower maybe it. a little more and they're great man right yeah so uh, next is um, C6 Corvette so this would have been the last of almost the big butt Corvettes right yeah I like those man yeah you could get a two thousand five that had an LS two in it for twenty six thousand average right now yeah. That's a bargain, man. Yeah. If you want to hop up to the 13 model, so 08 to 13 had the LS3 in it, you're paying around 47000 for it. So you could see that 05 for the LS2, I mean, you're yeah. half the cost, you know what I mean, of the so LS3. I, I heard this. This is so funny. I heard this like a month ago from uh -huh. a guy. And the problem with the Corvettes is the people that are selling them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, it's the guy that is in his like between 50 and 70, uh -huh. okay? And here's his thinking. That's his Porsche. Right. Okay? 
He custom ordered the Grand Sport. It's the only one that has these lug nuts. Ah. It's the only one that has the stripe. It's the only one that sure. has the seats. Because you could customize them quite yeah. a bit. Optioned and, out, man. That's his. This is one of three that they ever made. Right. So now he wants an extra A grand for it. Yeah. Like, all right, Grandpa. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that And it was such like a perfect like analogy oh, yeah. to that. So like, if you can find a guy that's... Because most of the time, I mean, again, you know, maybe at the dealer or whatever, uh -huh. but you, you're going to get yourself a better bargain if you get it from yes. private sale. And you can tell a lot, like, you look at the car and you can tell that they've taken care of it, especially if all the paperwork and stuff. But again, that guy is so in love with that car. Oh, yeah. That, like, he's like... He's, oh, willing, to, he's willing to die with it. It's the only one with these mirrors or, you know, and it's just like, buddy, like, come on, you know, and, and, and it's because Chevy allowed them to go in oh, yeah, and order that. that car like so specific. Sure. And granted, it could be the only one of 10 in that color and those seats, yeah. but it's just like, dude, it's a Corvette. It's a Corvette. Yeah, okay? it's a Corvette. It's a Grand Sport. Is it, is it better handling faster right. than the other ones? No, chill out. Okay, I like so that. if you can get the guy that's like reasonable and understands that, it's a great car. Great car. Yeah. Yes, I agree. That, hell of a bargain. Twenty six thousand dollars to drive a Corvette. Pretty good. Uh, yeah. And right. that's the average price. You can probably get it for cheaper. You know. Yeah. So, um, you'll like the next one. Twenty eleven Ford Mustang. Yeah. Average price right now, seventeen seven. That had the Coyote five zero, four hundred twelve yep. horsepower. You could get it in a stick. Yeah. I mean, that is a bargain, buddy. Four hundred yeah. horsepower plus for seventeen grand. Whoo! I mean, that is that's that's there, man. Right. You know. So I really like that one. Um, I thought that was definitely a bargain. Um, yeah, you can't beat the the power and the right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So the next one on the list, uh, Infinity G thirty five. Kind of a sleeper. Not a lot of people remember. So it's basically a uh, 350Z, right? So the 05 to 07 had a high rev motor in it. So that's the motor that you want. 298 horsepower. Throw an intake on it. Is you it got the, 300 is horsepower. The, the IRL edition? Is that the one? No, it was just called the high, they just had the high rev motor. That's what they call it, the high rev motor. Okay. Because yeah. there was one that was a, uh, I looked at one, I found one when I was looking at the, when I got my Mustang. Because I mm -hmm. was, I my, my, uh, I narrowed it down. I had like eight cars, five cars. The last three were the GT, the 5.0, uh -huh. the uh, 370Z, okay, and then the Infinity G35. It was the Infinity Racing League, I think is what they. Mm. I think is what it was. I think it was the IRL. It was like a limited. Limited production. Yeah, it yeah. was like special this and that no this is just the high rev i mean so the, i've seen like this a, in the three, like a z that's i've like seen this in the c 350c right they had a yeah. high rev version of this as well and yeah. it came out after 05 so 05 to 07 had the high rev so in 05 that was it, the skyline across yeah across yeah. uh across the seas so in 05 right now average price for an 05 7200 dollars yeah, that's really dude. That's a bargain, man. You're buying a 350Z with a, a luxury interior in it, right? You know what I mean? Like that's and you can get it in a stick. It handles. I mean, it's a Nissan, right? It's a Nissan. You go it's anywhere a else, it's badges and Nissan. Right. You, yes, it's a good, good handling performance. Good looking car too. I, that and I think that's why. That's that's a great point. That's why um, the 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 Nismos are going up in price mm. is because 
now you're finally getting into these cars that okay the mustang is nice but it can't handle real well mm -hmm. same with the camaros and the, right. and the the z is like the perfect blend of mm -hmm. all that and then you get the infinity as well yep you get the power 300 horsepower your windy roads yep good looks good looks yeah, it sounds great that car e sounds yeah. so good easy relatively inexpensive to maintain because yep. it's a nissan like mm -hmm. through and through basically so that's why your Nismos yeah. are going up in yeah, price, well, man. Because people are like, I can get a lot for... Like, it checks a lot of the boxes. Yes. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, next one on the list. Uh, so the BMW M3. So specifically the E36, yeah. which is 92 to 99. Yeah. The E46, which is the 2000 to 2006. Stupid. Oh. So stupid. E90, which is the 07 to 13, which is my favorite. Yeah. Um, all of them, except for a 2013, you can get for under 35 grand right now. Uh, yeah. Dude, that is a bargain, man. Yeah. But it's just like the RX-7. You're, you're, you're going to go into it knowing you're going to have some issues here and there. Right. You know? So that's, you're getting one with high mileage, maybe multiple owners. Right. If you get a clean one, there's the, they, they have gone, that's actually one I should have brought up earlier was, I mean, a clean, nice one's like 70 grand. Oh yeah, seventy, eighty grand. Yep, and yeah, they were they were good cars. Uh, it's hard to find them in sticks because mm -hmm. that's when BMW was like pushing the automatic. Yeah, that they're stupid. S S was it SMG or uh, I don't know what it is, is but yeah. it's yeah, and, and, and yeah, but getting a one that's clean in a manual, yeah, you're paying paying close to hundred yep. grand. I know a guy who has a really nice clean one. He was actually on, uh, actually on the podcast. There was a picture. There's a picture of it. He's selling his right now. Uh, Nick is. Nick's selling his silver one, and I think it's around like twenty to twenty-five. And he's a technician. I mean, the guy took care of the car. Yeah. I mean, it is a nice rig. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, they're so. beautiful, beautiful. Th those are the cars that were in the uh, Need for Speed. Yes, Need for Speed uh, Most Wanted. Yep. I think it was on the cover. For sure. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad. Those are badass. The the E46. Yeah. So in the same breadth as that, the Mercedes C63 AMG. Yeah. The uh, W204. So yep. 08 to 15. So you could get it before, uh, or you want the 2011 and on. The 08s, 09s, and 10s all had that head bolt issue on them. Okay. Right? So when they would break, and then the motor would just grenade itself. You know yeah. what I mean? So you want to get a 2011 on for them. You can get those under $40,000 right now. And that's a hand-built 6.2 liter V8, 430 horsepower, 0 to 60 in 3.9 seconds. And it sounds phenomenal naturally aspirated <laughs> yes yeah. yeah yes absolutely right i mean for under 40 grand that's that's a nice mercedes and you can get them in the high 20s if you really look hard yeah you know what i mean if you're willing to take on a little bit more mileage on the car right you can get a really clean one but if it's been serviced correctly and everything i mean you know what's not to lose at twenty eight thousand dollars i mean you're driving a really nice you know car right. around you know so yeah. that's the bargain list yeah i like that list pretty good list yeah. so here's my sleeper list and i didn't go too into depth in the sleeper list but 2008 honda civic si mugen so we've talked about this one uh so hard to have. find though so, so hard, hard to find to 1500 find. units made yeah. for the for the u.s right but you can get them under fifteen thousand dollars had a k20 motor with all the aero and they only came in stick yeah naturally aspirated i mean it's basically an rsx with a, a civic body on it right yeah so if you find one of those out there, you might want to buy it because it's 
it's a sleeper car that's probably only going to go up in price at this yeah, point. Yeah, they bottomed out. You know. Yeah, you're gonna, and I think obviously those like you know the kids weren't driving them, but but Correct. you're gonna have the guy that was in his like late twenties, early thirties that bought it, and he's just so in love with it that yep. he's gonna add an extra like five grand of tax on that because for sure you can't cut ties with it yeah know? and i've seen a lot of guys have autocrossed them too so yeah. you better get ready for someone who's probably swapped brakes a few times and gone through a few clutches and things like that right so, right um next sleeper 2012 golf r so this was the big daddy version two 256 horsepower coming out of this thing dude i've been looking at the I, we haven't we haven't talked about this, mm -hmm. but I've been looking at like the like the twenty the twenty twenty I guess the twenty twenty two yeah golf R's golf R's and I'm like, nice I'm like debating sleeper man it's a car it's like a family car I can yep the only thing I had a buddy that had one of those the only thing with them is if he his and and, and you know he had fun with it but it, he's not like an abusive like driver mm -hmm. his engine blew oh wow and it was like That's eight okay. grand. Ooh, that's so good. because it's german yep uh out of warranty now he had bought a warranty that saved him he spent like 2500 bucks on this warranty he got an eight thousand um eight thousand dollar motor sure uh put back in saved himself they, uh, they went yeah. they went to a, a dual clutch transmission on those oh yeah yeah so yeah i mean i think actually might have been the whole i mean i think that the transmission and the engine but yeah, he had the car for like six months. Wow. Great car. He bought it clean. He bought it from a nice, reputable dealer. But then just it blew, blew up. up. And yeah, he's like, I'm so glad about the warranty. And then like a year later, he got rid of it. Because he just, he was just worried that like, because when they do those warranty yep. works, they don't put brand new engines no, in. No, no. You know? No. So uh, he's like, it just didn't feel the same. Uh-oh. You lost yours. Hold on. You're good. No, it's the batteries. All right, we're back. Had another battery issue. I think it's typical on here, but uh, so yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. So, so we we're talking about the Golf R's. Yeah, great car. Great, I think. yeah, it great car. So good for the too. money. I mean, average yeah. price uh, nineteen grand on those right now. Right. If you wanted to get one, so hot hatch, another hot hatch for the sleepers. Mazda Speed Three. Yeah. Remember those? <sighs> That's a nice car. I wanted one so bad. Like, <laughs> I couldn't afford one, but I wanted the Mazda Three, and then they had a Mazda Six Speed. Speed. As yes. Well. Correct. Yes. And uh, I'm like glad I didn't get the six speed. The the uh, the three speed would have been um, a nice car. I yeah, think. the 2010 pluses you can get for uh, like lower teens. If yeah. you get if you want a higher mileage one, you can get them for under 10k right now. Yeah, that's a that's a bargain, man. Yeah, again, hard again. I think hard to find like clean. I yep. feel like some dude's been vaping in it for like the past <laughs> five years. You know, I like that. I don't that's know. Funny. You know, it's that's funny. Yeah, I like that. All right, so here's my deep sleep cars. Which you may or may not know uh, anything about these, but I know a lot about them. 74 to 77 GM cars. So a Malibu. You can get you a nice Malibu right now with a 350 in it for like four grand. <laughs> and do just sit yeah. back and hang out. It's still got yeah. that like kind of early 70s muscle yeah. look to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You does. know what I mean? Yeah. But you're not going to be the, uh, you're going to have the only one at the car show. I can tell you, A. Yeah. B, there's been a couple Not guys. Not like lowered. Yeah. Including GM, who have built these up now, that you can put LS motors in them, and like they look like a like a proper, just really good-looking muscle car. Yeah. So there's a bit, GM has built uh, an old Malibu that looks very, very good. Uh, same thing for the old Novas, like that 74 to 77 uh, range. 
Like, you're not going to get the 68 to 72 look that everybody likes. Well, what, but year, what year is your Nova? 68. 68. Yeah. So, I'll tell you what, it do, it's not far off look It's not far from, off. So a lot of guys are buying the, buying those, and then they, they can swap the nose off the front. They're exactly the same car. Oh, wow. So they're swapping the nose, and then they can look like the, the 68 yeah. to 72. And you can get those for really, really cheap right now. You know what I mean? So, oh, thank you so much. Give me another beer. We're almost done. Snacks. So you brought all these snacks, and we're well, almost done. baby's to bed now. I gotcha. <laughs> so, uh, huh? Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, two more, Nicole. Two more beers. Uh, so the last on the deep sleep list <laughs> is uh, a Cutlass 5th Gen. Cutlass 5th uh, Gen, 78 to 88. So all the drag race guys know these cars because they've been drag racing them for years. They're G-bodies. That was supreme. Yes. They're G-bodies. They are that's exactly the like the, the Monte Carlo I'm, SS. That's the last one I'm out on. I like the first two. <laughs> I'm out on this one. <laughs> so you can get these now at a low of $550 right now. Wow. Yeah, that's... That's that is a bargain. That's a that's a bargain. That's a man. deep that's a deep sleep bargain. That's a deep sleep bargain. I mean, you you can I mean the drag racers have built these things to you know push well over a thousand horsepower in them. Like there's every aftermarket part ever that could go on one of those. In fact, I'm gonna have one of these on the podcast a little bit later on in the year. There's a girl uh, who has uh, built a Nova and now she's building one of these to drag race, and it's awesome. And it's it's a car that everybody forgets. You know what I mean? Everybody talks about you know those like mid early '80s cars not being so good. Well, yeah, they weren't good, but now with the technology of being able to put aftermarket motors in them, now they're kind of cool. You know what I mean? You can swap stuff out and uh, and go go driving in it. So yeah. um, that's the deep sleep list. And the last one for Mr. Nova Nate, who is uh, gracious enough <laughs> to uh, send me one. He has been looking at a 2020... This would be a weird one, right? I had to really look deep into this one because I, I didn't know anything about it. A 2020 Colorado Duramax diesel. Did you know Colorados could get... You could get a diesel in a Colorado? The Colorado's the smaller... No, yeah. Chevy yeah, truck. The, yeah, right. The, 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 everybody's like bringing back the small... small plane. Yes. The Rangers back and the uh, Colorado, I think, had left and then now it's coming back yes. again. Yes. So you has, can has been back. Yeah, so you can get a 2.5 liter diesel pushing wow. 181 horsepower, but 369 pound, uh, wow. pound feet of torque out of it. They're in the 39 to that. 39 to 50k range, which is a lot of money. That is. That's a lot of money for a Colorado. Right, that's cuz it's a diesel. Cuz it's yeah. a diesel. Right. So I was looking, I was like, okay, well, you know, cuz he said, "Hey, look, these things are getting ridiculous, but, you know, I definitely want to highlight it, you know. Yeah. So I said I'll highlight it. So Nate, if you wanted to go with something a little bit better of a bargain, the 2016 to 2019 Nissan Titan came with a Cummings V8 diesel, and right now you can get those for 31 to 52. So you could get a bigger truck with a bigger motor for cheaper than what you would want for that Colorado. So it might be a good, you know, it might be a good uh, swap out there. I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm not big on the diesel trucks. I'm not like a, a diesel truck fiend. So yeah, well, but obviously you're you're very like limited as far as like the diesel goes. Yeah, you know, what exactly I mean? right. You, you, I mean, it's you have the, you have the um, 
the Cummings and uh, uh, the Duramax. The Duramax, like, yeah. What, what else, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think uh, Cat obviously makes one. I mean, there's other manufacturers as well, but for just like a run-of-the-mill run-around right. truck, you know yeah. what I mean? I think, you know, obviously Mercedes makes makes a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, BMW makes them, you know, but for just American cars, American trucks, you know, that you're going to go buy. Yeah, a, your, your a options are the Cummings and the, yeah. the Duramax, yeah. you know, so... Um, well, Dodge, yeah, Dodge uses the Cummings, that's right, so. Yeah. But yeah, man. Yeah, but, do, like, um, yeah, like, I, f I feel like, uh, is there any two, is there any just a two-door? Oh, uh, got the, oh baby. the guy, the guy baby is, is. Nicole left, uh, is awake. baby monitor down here. Yeah. No, he's probably just uh, tossing around. Yeah. Um, is there any uh, two, like, just a two-door diesel pickup trucks out there? I don't think so. They're I don't all... think you can get the Colorado in a two-door. Yeah, they're typically either... I don't think you can get that Nissan in a yeah, two-door. Yeah, like crew cab or a four-door. You might be able to get a Dodge in a two-door diesel. Yeah. Or Ford in a two-door diesel. Yeah. I can't yeah, think it's... of any Chevys that would have that in there. Right. You, might, you might be able to special order one for all I know. Yeah, I wonder what, uh, what his uh, thought is behind that. Yeah. Uh, Nate, know, hit that, me up. Tell Colorado. me what you think, man. Yeah. yeah. Tell me what. Tell me what you think about the Colorado. Why you want the Colorado? I, I, I'd like to hear it. Like but. even new, even new trucks, I feel like are like getting ridiculous. Oh yeah, they all are. I yeah. mean, you can't get like a nice loaded pickup truck under fifty grand. No, you can't. No, no. You know, and 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 the leases on them are great because the resale value is yeah. so good. So the the manufacturer can afford to lease you a like loaded Sierra mm -hmm. for like four, I don't know, four four fifty a month, yeah. five hundred bucks. Because they know when they go to sell it used, they're going to be able to club somebody. Again. Well, they're luxury trucks, you know? you know what yeah. I mean? They're not used as trucks anymore. They're used as uh, get-around vehicles. You go to go anywhere in Houston, Texas, I can guarantee 75% of the people who are driving trucks around have never taken those things off-road. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and the, to me, like, that defeats the purpose of, like, what, what you're using it for. You right, know what I yeah. Mean? Like the, a pickup truck. Yeah. Just, just like a personal opinion. I don't sure. know. I just... I've never been into them. Uh, I can appreciate them. I mean, the I th I think the best trucks out there, uh, depending on which, it's like a seesaw. I feel like you're either the F-150 mm -hmm. or you're like the Toyota Tundra. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you have all the other ones. But all the other ones, yeah. yeah. It's, For sure. Me, those are like the two that, you know. For sure. Yeah. So, Well, uh, I don't think I got anything else. I think we kind of covered everything. I will have to say. Yeah, those, are, those were good lists. I like that last list. Yeah. The sleeper list. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, it's like, where can you buy like a nice? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, we were talking about the cars earlier, like in yeah. the very beginning, like under ten grand. Yeah. Where you could maybe put some newer amenities mm -hmm. on. It's like impossible. It's impossible anymore. Yeah. That's yeah. like. Yeah, you gotta go. Gotta go deep. So. You gotta go old. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, yeah. Gotta get some from the seventies. Yeah. So uh, before we end it, I will have to say, Lewis Hamilton had a great drive last week. Max Verstappen got hung up, got caught up in the wash. I want to see a good, uh, good championship. I think is Lo is Lewis leading now in championship points or yeah, by like seven, or by eight like points. seven or eight points. It's going to seesaw all year. We couldn't get, we couldn't not talk about F one on here since we both love F one and have watched plenty of races together. Yeah. Well, if Lewis was here, uh, Jason would be kissing him right now. Mm -hmm. So uh, would yeah. huge fan, huge fan. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I be doing that with max so yeah like it was I, funny because i didn't real i didn't i didn't realize you were a hamilton guy till like a month ago 
Oh, yeah, man. Because yeah, the fan. Hamilton uh, fans are, like, ashamed that they're Hamilton fans. Well, they, they here's try to the hide thing. it. Cause, you here's know, the thing. I, I, mean, I love everything that he does on the track. I don't like the stuff that he does off the track. You know what I mean? He's kind of he's kind of a dickbag off the track. I mean, he just kind of is. I think know? the problem is he's not relatable. Yes, there you go. He's not yeah. relatable. You know, you he's, appreciate him as like the um, the driver. Yes, but you can't be like that's a dude I would want to get a beer with. Right. It's kind of like uh, he like just makes you mad. Like, it's kind of like uh, Ben Roethlisberger, right? Like love the guy on the field. I heard off the field he's not such a good guy. You know right. what I mean? But I don't watch the games for his off the field antics. I watch the games and I watch the races for what they're doing in the moment right there. Right. You know? Yeah. So I kind of separate the two. Yeah, do I like Max better as a person? Yeah, I think he's funny. I think he's, you know, more relatable. I think he's the yeah. future obviously the future of F one. You know what I mean? Uh Lewis is on his way down. You know, he's got maybe, you know, three or four years left and probably another team and then he's he's gonna be finished. Yeah. You know? But uh, he's obviously, like you said, the least relatable guy on the grid, you know. Right. The, the likes of Vettel and even Kimi Raikkonen, who is pretty stone cold, he's a little more relatable than Lewis Hamilton is. So. Yeah, because you appreciate his, like, sarcasm, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But, but the, my big thing is that Hamilton never got challenged, and when he did by his teammate, he lost. He did. That's so, true. So Mercedes has dominated so much. Now that they're finally tweaking the rules because of that, with the car and, mm-hmm. and the spending and all that stuff, I think it's really getting to him. And then it's yeah. at the end of the day, he's going to retire a seven or eight time champion. Yeah. But I think that like if there would have been more of a challenge from other teams, it would have been a lot different. He still yeah. wins a bunch. Yes. He still wins like three or four. Well, but he doesn't win seven or eight. This is why I am absolutely loving this year is because you get to see a little adversity. And what, how he's going right. to respond to that. But adversity. I want them to race. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I do too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I don't want there to look like... Well, we got a good look at Perez that. I want Perez crashing into, yeah. into Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. I don't want Botas crashing into Max. I want them to yeah. race at the end of the day, like strategy and right. teamwork. Like who's going to... But we got a good team. look at that a couple weeks ago and Max Verstappen, I mean, just yeah. beat the pants off. Right. Him. When, you know they were, I mean? when, when they were head like, to head. Yeah. yeah, when they were like team, team versus team, mm-hmm. head to head, Red Bull has the formula right now. Yep, they do. So that's the thing. Don't don't disagree with that yeah at all. so i think the last like two three races really haven't shown that much other than obviously he caught up and it's going to make for a good uh end of half. the season yes i yeah. can't wait man i'm looking for towards the i end wish of the they season. had like an all-star break they do summer break no no like an all-star oh, like a race yeah, yeah. well yeah. they do they have that champions race where like nascar and irl and uh, a couple formula one guys some of the drift guys and some what of what the- they should do is the race should be like the the guys draw names out of a hat, mm-hmm. and and that's the team that you race for that weekend. So right. Hamilton could end up racing for Haas. For Haas, <laughs> we'll see how well he does. Or Max for yeah. Haas. You know, it's like can can he not you finish race last? For Williams. <laughs> yeah, can can he not finish last? You know, yeah. Like the cars, like it's funny because like we talked about this, um, uh, Ocon uh, winning. Yeah. Like once you're in the front. I talked to I yeah. actually I talked to this with my boss because he watches F one too. Once you're in the front, like it's like you're gone. Like, yeah. yeah. Unless your team messes up, you're winning. So that, that's why that's yeah. why the need that's why they're making. So that last weekend, um, obviously, so we're talking about the race that was in. Um, where were they at? In uh, Hungary. 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 They were in Hungary last week. Yeah. yeah. 
So, uh, so for people who are listening to this, that might be like uh, months away from this. We're talking about the Hungry Race <laughs> from 2001, or I mean from 2021. So, I was over at Jen's family's house, right? My brother-in-law and sister-in-law. We were over there. Their whole family was there. I woke up early just so I could make sure to get the TV because I wanted to watch the race, right? Yeah. So I turned it on. The kids weren't up or anything. I had it on. And so people started trickling in for breakfast. Everybody was hungover. And I'm sitting there watching it pretty intently. <coughs> By the middle of that race, I had everybody glued to that TV because it was so good to watch guys jumble up and, and move around. Yeah. By the end of the race, there was people cheering who had never even watched F1 in their entire life. Right. And I think uh, there was like a few fans... But if that would have been a race where someone just took off yeah. and you never saw him again the rest of the race, like a Hamilton or, or Verstappen, everybody would have been like, that's the most boring thing I've ever watched. Why yeah. do you sit here and watch it, right? That's what we had a lot in 2019. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Red Bull like, competed a little bit, but it was like every race. Once Hamilton was in the front, gone. Yeah, gone. You know? Yep. Like winning, like lapping everybody. Yep. You know, and that, that's why the, I'm so glad they're implementing the change with the cars. They're limiting them to what they can spend. Yes. Uh, I'm looking even though the cream year. will still rise to the top, I think. For sure. You know, I, I don't think the Haas is going to start winning races all of a sudden. No, though. no. But they were competitive two years ago, you know, so yeah. you never know. Yeah, you know so what we'll I mean? see. But, yeah, it, F1, I would definitely recommend checking it out if uh, whoever's listening, if, uh, yep. you know, if you've never looked, if you've never it's, watched the race. It's coming up in the world. I saw Barstool Sports. There's no commercials. That's right, yes. It's like an hour and a half. Yep. And it's, oh, I played. all right, we lost another one. But we're back now. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Like you were saying, if, if you've never watched F1, yeah, it's you should great. probably watch it. it it's it's good. It's very good. It, Barstool Sports now has, they're selling merchandise for F1 now. So, they're even getting into it. Oh, so, I, I think people that. in America are really starting to, to understand F1. and really well, They added like a second race. Yes. Right? Yep. So Miami and Austin now. Yeah. So, now you're going to get two, two looks at it. Yeah. So. They travel all over uh, basically the world to, mm -hmm. to race. They do yeah. Canada, U.S. I mean, it's the almost... second most watched sports in the world. Wow. Behind I soccer. I didn't know that. Yes. There Behind soccer go. is the second most, most watched sport. Yep. So. Wow. It's big, man. It's big. So. But, hey, man, the I appreciate it. The more you know. The more you know. Yeah. I appreciate you coming, man. Thanks for the beers. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thanks for. We're having gonna me. have you back on in a year, and hopefully the car price is different, and we can uh, talk yeah. a little bit more shit on it. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah, after <laughs> after people that are jacking it all up. Yeah. Mainly the rental companies, but yeah, yeah. Hope you uh, hope you get yours. So, yeah. all right, man. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I had such a great time with Boji. As you can tell, he's a really good time. Uh, I always have a great time with him. Uh, we get along uh, really nice, and uh, which I hope we do because uh, I'm the godfather. So, you know. Uh, but I had a great time with him talking all those used cars and everything. As you could hear, uh, it's kind of all over the place right now. So uh, I hope you get online, get on radridespodcast.com. You can see the full list of cars that we spoke about on there and the reasoning behind us picking those cars. Uh, and uh, just all the things on there about the podcast, really, if you want to go back and look at any of them. If you want to go look at any pictures from uh, any of the previous ones, they're all on there. And uh, right now, I have a few people that I have lined up for the next few episodes. I'm really looking forward to it. I will announce those here in a few weeks, and I uh, hope you come back.